French fried potatoes. One potato, two potatoes, three potatoes, four, five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes, one potato, two potatoes, three potatoes, four, five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes, more. Potatoes. Welcome to the Potato League Podcast with your hosts, Dan and Tom. Thanks, TJ. Thank you, TJ. Uh, welcome to episode 347 well. of Potato League Podcast. It's been quite a while. It's been um, a month. We haven't, yeah, we haven't recorded. It is, today is the 14th of January. We haven't recorded since the 17th of December. Yeah. Um, Stupid COVID again. Yes. I, after dodging it for almost four years, I got COVID. I um, don't know how I haven't got it this time. It's again, amazing. Andrea had it. Yep. And she tested positive two days after we returned from a weekend trip to New Jersey, in which we spent nine hours in a the car, then like eight hours in a car. Oh, yeah. Then like nine Just hours. Just breathing in the, the same air. Breathing <laughs> the same fucking air because it's cold out. We never had windows down. Right. Don't know how I didn't get it. Andrea finally tests clear. So I stop wearing the mask at work. Yeah. And I sit next to a colleague at work during one of our meetings who was out the next day with COVID. I'm like, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Um, so I still have you had it? I had it, yeah. You did, yeah. I had it a year, like yeah, not this past season, soccer season, but like the September before that during soccer. What was your experience? Tired and mostly that's about it. Yeah, like I had a sore throat and some cough, but I was able to get the whatever the fuck the oh yeah the wonder drug thing that yeah. you get if you yeah the horse tranquilizer yeah if you got <laughs> if you've got shitty health in general as a baseline that you can get um, um but Andrea wasn't eligible for that because she doesn't have like any of the qualifying things so yeah she was kind of miserable for like a week I we didn't test for it right away because I I hadn't didn't even consider that's what it might be because yeah. I had none of the respiratory stuff yeah. no cough no congestion no fever um, I was just like you said. I was exhausted. I could not get out of bed. I was shitting constantly, just liquid yeah. fire. Yeah, <laughs> and that's also been going around like a different form of that. Oh, I don't. Yeah, for all we know, it could be fucking COVID to those people too, because a lot of people right. just don't test anymore. Right. Uh, but we've had people left and right out of the school with that. The body aches with just the absolute like. Yeah. I had to go to the bathroom constantly, but I would, and I'd just be like, "No, I don't want to move because yeah. it fucking hurt. Every move hurt." Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my New Year's Eve gift, Fun. and it was a sort of thing where I we work in a petri dish Very of disease. So. I've gone four years there without getting COVID, or however long since you know yeah. March 2020, almost four years, I guess. We're home on Christmas break. I left the house one time. <laughs> Other than going, I went to, we went to um, my brother's in Greenville. And the people, the only people that I saw in that house, none of them <laughs> tested. So, the only other place that I went the entire 10 days was to a chiropractor appointment. I was in there for 15 minutes. Uh-huh. So that is ha- that has to be where I yeah. picked it up because none of my family members ended up having it. So, uh, yeah, it was a miserable four days of just miserable, yeah. and then uh, not so much fun after that. But that that was my New Year's Eve uh, through like the third. Um, 
that's how I spent my championship Sunday for because mm-hmm. it was fantasy championship week. Uh, our PLP league, I won. I'm the, I'm the first two-time winner. <laughs> uh, super exciting. I had actually uh, that was my best fantasy weekend ever, or it really could have been, because I was in the finals of both of the leagues. I'm only in two leagues now. And then I had a team with a legit shot at winning one of the underdog tournaments. Yeah. And I was, like, in and out all day. I could not keep my eyes open. Like, every once in a while, I'd look up. Nope. (laughs) We're going to see how things are going. I I thought I had a good chance for our league this year. But, man, whoever I can't remember the name of the dude who played in the fucking finals. Like... Fucking had like a perfect week. Put up a yeah I'm in the there. semifinals. He put up like one sixty or some shit in the semis, and I was like, "Well, fuck." <laughs> <laughs> I was I out of it and out of it early. <laughs> uh, how do I go back? Oh, I did not win the consolation game. Weird, considering oh, I probably didn't play half my team. <laughs> so you would have lost here. Yes, he had one sixty six. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I had a good game at yeah. 121. 121 yeah. is a solid fucking game. But no. Fucking oh, he had Amari Cooper. Yeah. That was his 260-yard uh, game. Yeah. Yeah, that was... Yeah, he had that a... was pretty good. Yeah, and the fucking Lions went off. and Not my Lions, but... Oh, no, I guess I had one Lion that still went pretty well. Again, Lions this year were just a fucking... Well, that's that was my team that, was, uh, that had the best chance... Uh, in the um, in the underdog tournament was a so all year like when you're drafting you're building well for the season but also you keep in mind in the back of your head the last mm-hmm. this championship week because that's when most of the money is given out and so you try to stack these games and you try to see who what games are going to be maybe high scoring it's hard I mean it's impossible to tell in fucking August yeah but Dallas was playing in Detroit mm-hmm. week seventeen so. That was, a, that was a good, it was going to be inside, you knew weather's not going to be an issue, two high-scoring teams. So the team that was that I had a real shot with had, uh, all three of the teams that made the finals all had Goff, all had Amon Ross St. Brown, two out of three had Lamb, two out of three had Prescott, and then various other pieces of that mm-hmm. game. Um, and then, of course, like the guys that got you there that... that like Raheem Mostert was like a thirteenth round pick. He was on a lot of teams in the finals because yeah. like, and Puka Nakua. I had Puka Nakua was on two or three. He was like an eighteenth round pick. Anyway, uh, with one game to go, I was in like fifteenth place. Which this is a twenty thousand to first, but like in fifteenth place, it's like a hundred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one of those. It's really top heavy. So I had one player left going, and it was Jaden Reed. So I just kind of went back to sleep. I woke up at halftime. Jaden Reed had 90 yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> I was in a 12th place or 11th place or something. There were only four people ahead of me that had Jaden Reed. Everybody else was done. Mm-hmm. And the difference was only like, I ended up with like 165 points and 172 won. Mm-hmm. Now, I wouldn't have caught those three, obviously, four that were ahead of me, but I was going to finish fifth. Yeah. And then Jaden Reed didn't play the second half. He needed like four points. Yeah, and it would have pushed me up there. The difference was like, I think I ended up getting three hundred for twelfth or fourteenth or whatever, and then fifth place is like fucking four thousand or something yeah. like that. So, and it is what it is. Yeah. But the crown. The only thing I really cared about was the PLP league. Yes, of course, <laughs> the bragging rights. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was. Yeah. 
I don't know. NFL's playoffs have been great this year too. Like, yeah, I've there's really been there's been a thing it. every game, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, my only, I wish, uh, of course, Miami had beaten Kansas City, but yeah, Miami going into playing anybody when it's ten below, they're not going to fucking win. No. I just, I don't, I don't care. They're they're not built for that, and they haven't really played super well the past few weeks anyway. It's they're kind of on the same. Well, not as bad, but they're on the same trajectory that the Eagles are on. The Eagles have been terrible the last month, yeah. um, and you can just feel it going in like. Yeah. Like a lot of people were tweeting last night after during the Dallas game, which was very enjoyable for me to watch. Uh, a lot of like other Eagles people were like, this is the best Eagles game I've seen in two months yeah. or whatever. Well, because- I mean, <laughs> like the Dolphins could have wrapped up the number two seed yes. a, like a month and a half ago with a win and just couldn't fucking do it and then ended up losing in the last week you know, yeah. of the season to the Bills and went from like two to six. So you go to ho- yeah. from hosting a home game to playing in Kansas City. Yeah, hosting a home game and maybe and probably two. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's that is exactly what the Eagles did. Yeah, um, but I mean, I've loved watching the Texans. and yeah. the Packers. Are, yeah, the Detroit's another surprise team. I, I love it that we're getting some fresh blood in there. <laughs> and that's the 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 weird thing, like you like Miami. Uh, you know, went from, you know, probably hosting two playoff games to being the sixth seed or whatever. And the Eagles did the same thing, and it might have helped them because I would ra- I would rather play right now, just because of how mm-hmm. they're playing, I'd rather play Tampa in Tampa than play the Packers at home. Oh, fuck yeah. Because, yeah. well, I mean... Packers, the Packers have been on fire. saw what the Packers did yesterday. I mean, they've, they've won, like... Eight of the last nine. They started games. off. What the hell? Was it? it was like two and five or something yeah. like that. And have just uh, run and off. They've, a they, they're streak. like ten and three over their last thirteen or something. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever it is. Uh, at some point, the 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 light flicked on in Jordan Love's head, and yeah. I which mean, I mean, that's, it's that's just, why they kept him. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's his first. It's first. <laughs> why they were, It's one of the many reasons they let Aaron Rodgers go. <laughs> <laughs> That was another thing. People, Aaron Rodgers is just punching air right now. The best part is on Twitter. People are like defending him, like, yeah. "Oh, he showed Jimmy Kimmel," and people are like, "What are you fucking yeah. talking about?" Like, he he got told to shut up or he was going to get sued, and then he shut up. What a fucking dope that guy is. Yeah. But anyway, would have thought that the co-host of the Man Show would be the adult in the room <laughs> with that. Yeah. <laughs> Girls on trampolines. Yeah, it went from girls on trampolines to being the voice of reason. Yeah, in any conversation as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the whole that I can't watch the McAfee show anyway. I just oh, can't I never, stand. I, never have, yeah. I can't stand that many bros all talking at once. It fucking just yeah. bugs the shit out of me. And like the there's like fucking thirty people in that studio, and they're all just slobbering all over yeah. Pat. It must be just. It's just yeah. it's it, tough to watch. It's, yes, it is. It's like I'm embarrassed for you all. I mean, I know this is. I'm sure. I know. I know you're all great friends, and you don't give a fuck what I think. Yeah, clearly, I mean, why would you? But like, I can't. I just can't still, watch it. Not not everyone needs to form a line to fillet this dude every episode. <laughs> come on. Uh, but anyway, and but the the great thing that has come out of it too is that uh, it has become 
the joke of what exactly does AJ Hawk do? Because they'll just show pictures of they'll just show shots of him while he's just sitting there stone faced while everyone else is talking. He doesn't even fucking speak. Like, why are you here, man? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. See, and, that, and that's what everyone is. That's everyone's motive. That's why they're slobbering all over him. Mm-hmm. They're all getting part of that money. Ugh. Bunch yeah. of whores. Jesus, <laughs> you know it. Uh, so uh, I was perusing uh, around. I, I I have ordered both uh, the Godfather Steelbook 4Ks that, mm-hmm. that we were talking about, along with some other stuff. So I figured this is this is my my birthday present to myself this mm. year is I'm just going to buy a bunch of stuff that I just wouldn't regular, wouldn't normally it's bother the to, with. That's the way to do it, man. Um, and one of the things that I really like that I, I just, I don't know if I can justify it, is another Parasite steelbook. Oh, it can be justified. That is uh, the black and white edition. Mm-hmm. Which I have. Yeah. But not uh, in a steelbook. But not in a steelbook. Uh, and it is really nice. And it's, French, I think. Yeah, but it's like seventy bucks. Yeah, I think it's the same people that put out the um, the old boy. Oh yeah, set. that's like seventy five bucks right now. Yeah, I don't know what the old boy steel. But I, don't, I think that I don't think that was too egregious money wise. I don't know. Uh, so anyway, I, I was <clears throat> I thought well maybe I'll watch uh, maybe I'll watch that mm-hmm. black and white parasite. So I started it this morning. And as you saw, yeah, you were in the cover. I had already switched over to cover. I can't take it. No. I want to watch it. I also I bought the black and chrome edition of, of Fury Road the other yeah, day. Yeah, still never watched that either. I've had that for like a year and a half. I'm just not gonna. You know, I'm just not gonna. Same with Logan. I don't think I've watched that in black and white. <laughs> Me neither. I love having the option, <laughs> but I haven't. The only thing it's like the only thing that I've ever watched in black and white that came in two editions was The Mist. Because for me, that works better because the yeah. the really bad early 2000 special effects oh sure don't look as bad in black and white as they do in color. So that for me worked. But yeah, I nothing just... else of like and, and part of me is like, like you say with the fucking Mad Max. Part of the love of that movie is how gorgeous that the colors are for that film, and it's the same thing with Parasite. Yeah. Like it's one of the best parts. No, yeah, no, you know what I mean. Uh, but yeah, I couldn't do it. And I did, well, I'm a fucking huge moron. So the, what was on sale was the Mad Max bundle. Mm-hmm. The It was in the 4K section, the 4K bundle. So I already have Mad Max in 4K. Yeah. But the bundle was cheaper than buying the black and chrome on its own. Hmm. So, because the bundle was like $7.99 or something. So I buy the bundle. The black and chrome is not in 4K. And I'm never going to watch it. So I'm just like, why the fuck did you just do that? You're, <laughs> you're never going to fucking watch it in black and white. And it's not even in 4K like you were thinking that it was. Uh, so it was just a great purchase all around. Good job. Good work. Well researched by me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a real conscientious uh, shopper. Uh, I have, I did buy a couple things similar to that, though. Um, all of Dickhead's uh, movies are now available. Uh, James Cameron's movies are available in 4K, yeah. and they were all they were all on sale right after Christmas, I think, digital for nine ninety nine a piece. So one of my my COVID watches was The Abyss. Um, 
Have we ever talked about how shitty he is at writing dialogue? Um, probably when discussing Avatar, but it's not like it's a brand new problem for him. It's, I don't know what I thought was going to, maybe it was because of, it was Ed Harris and... Mm -hmm. Well, it's before he really became overblown with how bad his dialogue is. It's pretty bad. I I haven't watched The Abyss in years. Years and years. It's, it's fine. It's not, I was a little disappointed, I guess. Um, I didn't remember any of it, other than the fact that it was underwater, but... No, and I, I don't get why he doesn't get someone to write for him. Like, dude, you are a billionaire, practically. It's pretty bad. Get someone to write your shit. So that it doesn't sound... I mean, when... Oh, yeah, the last one. The last Avatar was just too fucking much. But... <laughs> I hate that I fucking own that digitally. I fucking hate that I own it digitally. Because that feels like something I might eventually pick up on 4K when it's down for, like, seven ninety nine. Yeah. But I hate that I already fucking own it. You can't... I can't save that, because I already I blew it. I can't turn that into Bull Moose. <laughs> yeah. Um, I still haven't watched that. Well, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to. You I can't, can I can't. Wait. You can wait on it. I can't picture myself ever sitting down and watching that you can wait. whole thing. Yeah. Um, wait till maybe the mood strikes you. I don't know how and it if could. it doesn't... Oh, well... <laughs> I don't know how it possible. Maybe could. the third one will be really fucking magnificent. Yeah, if that, and you'll yeah. feel like you need to. Yes, watch the that, one. that I was thinking that is the that's the only way that it would happen is that if this next but one is considering just considering it took him ten years to make this one and right. it was such a god awful written piece of shit. Yeah, I don't know how he can do better in less time, unless he gives it over. <laughs> unless he gives the writing chores over to someone else. Yeah, again, James, you can. <laughs> Check that uh. fucking ego at the door and pull a James Patterson and pay some schmuck. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just put to your write name it on for it. you and, put, the... and give yourself a co screenwriting credit. It's not even, yeah, it's not even that bad. I mean, it's, because uh, yeah. uh, I think Patterson is. Signs the name at the end. Here's some characters. Yep. Here's the Mad Lib. Go. Uh, what was I going to do? That wasn't there, does it? <laughs> Uh, I was going to find that. That steelbook. I'm sure this is riveting to listen to. Yep, Mr. Fox. Because you asked about that. Oh, day. yes. Yep. Yeah, I don't think those are going to go 4K anytime soon. Just because there's been no rumblings of them. And Did I take it out? Yeah, uh, if you don't know what we were talking about, and you shouldn't. It's not like Asteroid uh, City didn't come out on 4K. And that just came really, out. yeah, that was came out in Blu-ray. Um, I was looking at the Fantastic Mr. Fox Criterion. Um, it is not available in 4K, but I have a unique av- uh, ability to buy something right before mm-hmm. it becomes available in 4K. But Dan has assured me <laughs> that <laughs> that will not happen. What the hell is going on? Well, mostly because like. <clears throat> Criterion oh. does put out 4Ks, but they usually only put out like one or two a month. And yeah. Wes Anderson has like eight films with them. See? Oh, that's that. a great fucking cover. Oh, it's down to 60. Oh. I love that it's the black and white edition, yet there's color on the cover. <laughs> but it's black and white everywhere else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so the odds of Fantastic Mr. Fox coming out from Criterion in 4K are like small. Yeah. Because I feel like they would pick other ones first. Other West Anderson's. Yeah, sure. 
if they were to start putting his out. Yeah. We shall see. So he's like he's like James Cameron now. Yes. <laughs> yes, he is exactly he, he, yes, he's he, the holdout. I'm sure I'm sure he would appreciate us saying he's exactly yes. like I do James believe Cameron. that's what he's going for most yes. of the time. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Um so I watched, uh, we haven't, like I said, it's been a month. I have not watched much. You have watched like 50 movies in the yeah. since yeah, we I've last. Watched, I'm up into like the 20s just for January. Yeah. I think it was it's like. It's because I, it I was, start my class tomorrow. I think it was like 27. So I'm like. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. <clears throat> because it's an abbreviated one at that. Like it only goes until March. So I'm like, fuck, that's going to try to cram a lot of shit in, I right. feel, in a short amount of time. So I don't know what my movie watching is going to be like from now until, like, the end of the year. Because I have a week between the March class, when that one ends, and the next one begins. Because I'm a fucking glutton for punishment. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, no, put me on more committees. I... Put me, give me more responsibility. Why am I doing this? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I've actually watched very little in... And I'm having a, I'm having a hard time getting started this year for some reason, um, but I did have some good ones at the end of the year. Uh, I did watch Man from Nowhere 4K. Um, looks great. Nice. I don't know what to say about that. Um, <clears throat> I watched Train to Busan. I did. I I think it was before we started. Rec- was it before we started yeah. recording? Yeah. Um, it looked great. Um, but it froze in two spots. Which spot? Um, so that when I go to watch it, I'll. <sighs> See if it's like an issue with all of them. I think it's one of okay. It's one of the times when uh, Don Lee and main character guy are trying to get the wife and the daughter out of the bathroom. Okay, it's around. I mean, I know there's a lot of time spent around that in yeah. various places, but it's around one of those. Um, and I inspected the disc, nothing wrong with the disc, and it, it was fine otherwise, but, like, I thought that was weird. It is. Um, and it w- not only would it freeze, it, like, I couldn't do anything, None, nothing responded. Mm-hmm. I had to, like, get out of the, yeah. get rid out of it, and then get back into the disc. Um, so that's what made me think it was, that's what... I don't know. Something freezes it up, and it might just be maybe it's something funky with the PS5 because yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you watch yours on a dedicated player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got mine in my um, <coughs> region-free 4K downstairs. Yeah. Um, I did. I was kind of pissy about it, so I jumped over to Voodoo and started watching the 1080 <coughs> from the same spot. Could not do that. Just like the just like the black and white. Yeah. It looked. Blurry. It's funny because, like, yeah, watching 4K. I mean, Blu-ray. You're like, oh yeah, this is fine. This yeah. is fine. Then you like actually watch something in 4K that looks great, and you're like, never mind. Yeah, like <laughs> not ever watching a Blu-ray again. If I had just, I'm sure, if I had just started with the the 1080, it would have been fine. Yeah. But having watched half the movie yeah. in 4K and then going to that, yeah. it it is a it's just a notice, a really noticeable downgrade. Yeah. I mean, it was the same argument I gave <laughs> myself when I went from DVD to Blu-ray. It's like I'm just going to buy. New things that I don't already own in Blu-ray. Right. I'm not going to double dip. I'm not going to rebuy oh, yeah. stuff. And now it's the same thing with 4K. I'm like, I just yeah. bought that in Blu-ray like a year ago, but fuck it. <laughs> but even the the difference between Blu-ray and 4K is 
not as drastic as going from SD to, to HD, mm-hmm. but it still feels, mm-hmm. it's still a huge difference. Yeah. Huge difference. Um, so, I <laughs> can't watch anything in 1080, can't watch anything in black and white. Um, You're a filmmaker's dream. <laughs> uh, what did I watch? I started watching something else in 4K that was like really old. Not really old, but like 70s or 80s, and it was great. Oh, it was uh, 48 Hours. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I have that on 4K. I haven't watched it yet. Some of the 80s, like 60s and 70s movies, and, and even earlier, look great in 4K. Mm-hmm. There is a time period where all you can see is film grain. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like early 80s, mm-hmm. early to mid 80s. It's like, it looks like it's snowing. Yeah. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, so let us prefer to the James Cameron scrubbing of all right. film grain and everything right. looks plastic. Um, I watched Memories of Murder. Again, that was good. Still. Uh, I finally finished... I started this movie, Emergency Declaration. I was really only watching it to get my Song Kang Ho number Ooh, up. That only got a two. Yeah, it was, pretty, it was pretty bad. It took me like four months to watch it. Ouch. <laughs> um, it's just not very good. There's a certain... Um, there are some uh, genres that I don't like in Korean movies. And this isn't necessarily... Uh, it's about a, a emergency situation on an airplane. There's a guy who has a man-made bio-weapon or whatever, and it makes everybody sick. And it's, uh, Anyway. <clears throat> so you can kind of call that a disaster movie, and their disaster movies are okay. Uh, or, or you would kind of consider it like an action type movie. There's a certain type of action movie that I don't think Korea does well, mm-hmm. and it's and it's this and also like the action comedy because so their the comedy stuff, it's the stuff the U.S. perfected in the '90s. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. because the like the the uh, this is not that, but the action comedies are the comedy is so corny that I can't take it. Yeah. Um, so that's why, like, all the good, or their best genre is, you know, the stuff that we really like, yeah. the dark, gross shit, um, <clears throat> is really the best stuff. Because they, there's certain things that I don't think they do as well. I mean, I, I haven't watched, like, a lot of rom-coms or actually any, I, but... I haven't yet. Why well, I get to watch any of those. Yeah, so... I <laughs> Which they know, make a lot of. Yes, they do. It's fucking... Netflix is loaded with them. Yeah. Um, but I just can't do it. Uh, I f- we finished Dial of Destiny. That took us like a couple Ugh. weeks to watch. Yeah, I gave it a three out of love of the franchise, but like it's not and very for it good. Not being as awful as Crystal Skull. Yeah, yeah, it did get me thinking. I, I was thinking about that, and like because Harrison Ford was in like two monster franchises, <laughs> um, both of which. Honestly, are hit or miss. I mean, now forty percent of the yeah. uh, Indiana Jones movies are not that great, and a, yep. a full half of Star Wars movies are not that good. Went from being original trilogy perfection, yeah, <laughs> to the to yeah, almost unwatchable at moments. I mean, they at least did get rid of mutt. Yeah. But I don't like sad, mopey Indiana Jones. And that's no. what he was for most of that movie. Yeah. Was my kids fucking... Which, I get it, yet you're 70, you're fucking... Your kid's dead. Whatever excuse they used to get Marianne away from you for a while. Wait, his kid's dead? 
Oh, I forgot that part. Yeah, he died in the war. I that that's how little I cared. Yeah, uh, because we actually had to stop. Because Robin goes, yeah. Now I remember this conversation. Robin goes, he has a kid. I was like, yeah, it's uh, yeah, Shia, Shia LaBeouf, and she goes, no. We had to pause it. She could look it up. Well, that's the part that got me too. Is like when they said he died in the war. I'm like, the same character from the last one <laughs> went off to war. Are you sure? Because it seems to me like he would have just taken off somewhere. But okay, on his bike. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, no, it was just in the time hopping. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. Time machine? Yeah. I was with you until, like, oh, he ends up in fucking ancient, you know, Italy or wherever the fuck he was. It felt like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure at that point. Yeah. Like, it was, it felt like that level of silly. Yeah. Because, um, of course, you just happen to land right at a place where the great fucking thinker <laughs> is, and you're just, out of all of the fucking countryside, yeah. Uh, an, another big film that wastes Mad Mickelson. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, speaking of, like, like the Koreans can't do action comedies. The U.S. films don't know what to do with fucking Mads Mickelson <laughs> Ever. Like, you watch his native fu- fucking movies, they're phenomenal. The U.S. films just don't know what to do with him outside of, like, Casino Royale. I was going to say, outside <laughs> of just making him a villain. Yeah. Which is, which is too bad, because that dude is fucking funny. He, in the comedies that he's been in, in his own country, they're fucking yeah. phenomenal. He's so good. Here, they just don't know what to do. <coughs> uh, Robin and I watched Three Billboards. It was her first viewing of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot I had saved the Elliot Gould, one of the Elliot Gould movies for this week, be or the last week of the year, because it takes place at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Um and it's about a Santa Claus robbing a bank <clears throat> uh, called The Silent Partner. It was pretty good. Yeah. I don't know what else. Not a lot of uh, Gould, man. Canadian crime dramas out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he had two bank robbing movies on New Year's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, then I watched Heat. That movie's awesome, still. Yeah, uh, I haven't watched it in a very long time. Um, I, it was, I have the 4K that I have yet to watch because people say the 4K's version is bad. And I'm just like, is this going to be one of those super cinephile things where like only people are like literally checking the bitcode, enabling whatever is like going to notice? I will say that it didn't look as good as I thought it was going to. Hmm. And I just wrote it off to it being 30 years old. Yeah. But now that you're saying that, I I, I did think that while yeah, I was watching it. Yeah, a lot of it. people have gone online and complained about how it looks. Um, Which now, again, I, I watch that the most on a double fucking VHS. Me too, so. right. Yes, I was going to say, it was a two disc, I mean a two tape, two... Two cassette. Cassette. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. Um, but man, uh, no problems with sound though. No. You put the old awesome. headphones on, uh, that's like the best sounding movie ever. Awesome. Um, it's so good, but uh, it was the director's whatever, yeah. which is not doesn't seem to be any longer. I don't know it's what was not much different if I remember is, right. Because I was like, was the original this long? Was the original because it's like, is it three? What am I doing? <laughs> I'm trying to use the wrong controller here. Uh, it is somewhere. 
172 hours and 50 minutes. And that brings, reminds me, one of the things I wish for the new year, because Letterboxd is doing some new things, too. Um, I wish they would make different entries for, like, director's cuts of certain things. Yes, me too. Or black and chrome editions. I might be more yeah. likely to watch it. If it's it. a different edition <clears throat> of the film, yeah. it should be a different view. Yeah. Agree. Someone we know when we gave that three fucking stars? Who is that person? Oh my god. Uh, Ianna Murray. Yeah. I've never seen anyone read. I know it's typically like a dude film. Yeah. But so I would understand it. But man, it's just so good. Yeah, it really is. Um, it's one you. <clears throat> it's one of those things where you just have like uh, people our age have it in their head that like yeah that movie's awesome mm -hmm. and then you watch it and you're like holy shit that movie is awesome mm -hmm. because there are a lot of movies that you're that you think that way such as I'm not comparing this to Lethal Weapon but something like Lethal Weapon mm -hmm. and then you go back and watch Lethal Weapon and it's not that good mm -hmm. I mean it has weak spots that yeah you, that you don't big, remember big time. <laughs> um, but it's still an enjoyable watch, and you enjoy it for what it is. But, like, Heat, you have that feeling. You go back and watch it, and it is better than you thought it might have been. Um, so I, I did do that kind of on purpose. I, I had watched, like, the first two hours of it the day before. Mm -hmm. I made it my last movie of the year yeah. so that it would show off in my first last because my first was Thief, which would be the baby brother to Heat, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then... Heat on the last day of the year, and then started the new year with Brooklyn. Yeah, and Andrea knows we do that shit, so she was pushing very hard for me to watch the, the last Fifty Shades of Grey movie as like the last watch. And I'm, I'm like, kind of disappointed you didn't. We're going to get like, to that because no, I'm like, no, there's no fucking way that is getting <laughs> memorialized every time I look at the stats for that year as either a first or last watch of that year. Mm. No, 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 <laughs> not fucking happening. <laughs> Put a pin in Fifty Shades, because oh, we're going to get there. Yeah. Um, so I, because of the first last thing to memorialize, I had to make sure that Brooklyn was either a first or a last. Um, and then when I realized the whole heat thief yeah. thing, I, the decision was made. Yeah. Um, so Brooklyn got kicked, because originally Brooklyn was going to be December 31st. I wasn't going to tell anyone yeah. until I actually did but it. When you can bookend, though, with fucking yeah. Michael Mann. Bookend <clears throat> right. with Michael Mann. So then I was able to, just as good, uh, start with Brooklyn. It, I gave it five stars because I'm committed to the bit. It's a fine movie. It's 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 a legit four. It's a pretty yeah. good movie. Um, it was Oscar nominated. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty yeah. good movie. It, it, it is gorgeous, by the mm -hmm. way. Um, set design, costume design, 50s. See, I'll just wait to watch it when I get out of 4K. <laughs> <laughs> I did... You, that, there is the, the, the 4K is... Nice on that. Yeah. Um, of course, it's a more it's a newer movie, but um, and then I watched The Abyss, which I said I was it was fine. Um, and then I got kind of sad that the whole it's not just the MCU that I miss; it's the event of it. And there's always yeah, another thing coming. And, yeah, and like you know, three or four times a year, you know, two to four times a yeah, year. Yeah, that I shine guess. is worn off. Well, and, and there's there's nothing that has really replaced it. I mean, no. like it doesn't even have to be MCU. Fast Eleven coming, <laughs> which I don't know if you saw the tweet yesterday. Yeah, except for that. Except they're saying they're going back to basics. It's only going to be a two hundred million dollar film, <laughs> budget wise. It's like that is not back <laughs> what, to basics. What guys. does back to basics mean to you? Exactly. Back to basics for you guys was like eight million. <laughs> like, are you going to go back to ripping off DVD players? 
Is that what's going to happen? Right. Because that'll seem weird now. (laughs) (laughs) Vintage DVD players. Yes. It'll it'll be because... um, It'll be vintage DVD players, because, and it'll be a whole uh, thing about how people need to be buying physical media and saving the... Oh, it, so Vin, so Vin will have like... Meta. Yeah, Vin yeah. will have like a double meaning. Yeah. He'd be all over something like that. Um, but yeah, nothing has really replaced the MCU, least of all the MCU. Yeah. Um, and, and, and they're really in fucking trouble now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean... You can just, I mean, for those who don't know, Jonathan Majors was convicted, um, is likely to probably serve a little bit of jail time, and uh, has gone on a public relations blitz that has not done him well. Yeah. Um, if anything, he just comes out looking like an SNL parody of the whole situation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he did get let go, from, so they, they have no Kang the Conqueror. Right. Which, I mean, after the last film, he did disappear. Well, actually, I haven't watched Loki yet, so I don't know for sure. Um... But just just replace him. We'll be okay. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean, we, we <clears> know <throat> who that Rhodey was different, you know, yeah. early on, and that the Hulk has been played by three different people in the past, you know for a decade. We accepted that there was a different Dumbledore. Yeah, just <laughs> just move on, and we'll be fine. I only remembered that because I just watched the. Uh, I like to rewatch the pitch meetings that do all of them in a row. So, like an hour if I'm, like, cleaning yeah. or something. We watched three of those on Christmas Day, but I couldn't log them. Oh, the any. Harry Potter I ones? I couldn't log them because I wasn't watching them consistently. Oh. Uh, Andrew's like, no, just record it. I'm like, no. No, that no, was, no, no, no. Respect the game. Yeah, I had I, I had to <laughs> not... If I'm not in the room for a half an hour at a time, I right. can't call it. Yeah, I, I had to not count at least three Christmas movies that I just wasn't I was making dinner or whatever, yeah. and I was walking in. I probably heard the whole thing, but that's not good enough. No, no. Uh, no, I agree. I, I'm actually, I, I am right now kind of fighting, because um, as I was looking around for stuff that I don't have that I maybe want to pick up, um, you can now, uh, much like James Cameron, uh, uh, Park Chan-wook's stuff is all... In 4K and on, mm-hmm. not all, uh, more of his stuff is on in 4K and uh, available on Vudu. <clears throat> so like an asshole, I bought Decision to Leave in 4K, which is just going to lead me to buy the 4K disc at some point, so yeah. at which point I will have three different copies yeah, of the same movie. for putting that out a year after. Exactly. You on, only, cause it, when it came out, it only came out on Blu-ray, so I bought Correct. it. Correct, yes. And then like a year later, they're like, oh no, 4K too. And I'm like, yeah. fuck, fuck, fuck you, you. man. If you're not going to give me like a cool special edition for that 4K, yeah. fuck you. And it doesn't come with a digital copy. So yeah. I just the digital one was on sale for $9.99. All of this, uh, that uh, 4K old boy, which I didn't buy. I restrained there because I've already bought that movie like three fucking times. Mm. And I don't even like it that much. <laughs> um, and I've watched it one time and it was on a streaming service. Yeah. So <laughs> fuck you, dude. I'm not buying it. One, uh, unless it's like four ninety nine, um, but he has a short that is apparently pretty good mm-hmm. called Night Fishing. Have you seen that? I have not seen it, but yeah, I've heard of it. I think because it's available out there for purchase. So yes, yeah. I bought it. It's three ninety nine. Yeah. So like, yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, um, it's only thirty two minutes long. Do I log it? Yes. 
I agree. Yep. <laughs> I, I'm not going to fight that at all. Normally, I would say no. But I, uh, when you select his filmography, yep. it's there. Yeah. My, my usual rule is, if I can't watch 100% of a person's movies yes. on Letterboxd because that counts that shit, yeah. I'm fucking logging <laughs> it. Yes. Um, good. So now I, I was going to wait and uh, see what you thought first before yep. I, I'm, I'm going to watch it. No, Letterboxd today. rules on that. If it, if it shows it under their filmography as yeah. a, something that you can watch, I'm logging it. Yeah. I don't care if it's fucking 10 minutes long. If they show it. And the only way for me Although, to under, the only way for me to platinum that trophy <laughs> is to log it. I'm logging it. Although some of them, ooh, speaking of that, I saw you got a PS5. I did get a Andrew uh, surprise. Got us a PS5 for Christmas. Again, pin. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that 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 is uh, also how I feel about the whole thing. Um, there are though. There's some that you go on, and it'll be like fucking. Blu-ray special features yeah. will be listed in. Come on, man! There's that, gotta be that. If it has to be, usually be like a forty-five minute documentary or longer. Yeah, for me to log it. But if it's just like, if it's the fifteen-minute fucking talking yeah, head, the bullshit. one or the ones that are like six minutes. This is how they lit the fucking that yeah. scene you like. No, like, I am not logging on, that man. as a film. <laughs> Fuck you! Come on, guys. Do better, Letterbox. Uh uh, so anyway, my whole point about the whole missing the whole event type thing, I, I didn't even mention what I did. I watched uh, Winter Soldier, which um, is still very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kept kept it as a five out of mm-hmm. whatever. But it is like, yeah, okay, it's time for yeah. something new. It doesn't. I don't. I don't know. And it might be just. It might be just because it has fallen off so much and how could it not um that it sort of takes some of the luster off the other stuff but uh, i might do infinity saga too or just you know uh, you know those ones maybe civil war i don't know i i I don't know that i'll ever do i shouldn't say this like a full rewatch straight through i would again no just because i feel like it unless it was like over the course of yeah well there's a lot like i don't need to rewatch the first two thors i feel like right I don't think I'd probably watch the two Ant Men. Right. I enjoy them, but speaking of which, I I, I also watched uh, Thor right before the I end. Saw of the that. Year. It's now a thing. Whenever Andrea and I go on a trip and we're staying in a hotel for a few days, there is always a Marvel movie on. Huh. On in somewhere, at some time in the hotel. Yeah. Because by then we're usually like we were out doing shit all day. We were exhausted. Yeah. So it's like, well, fuck it. Let's. Well, just find something to watch on TV. It's like Marvel movie is always on. We can watch that. Yep. Somewhere there's there something. Is, yeah, playing. it's like the last like three trips we've gone on. I have logged a Marvel movie from the hotel. Yeah, that's funny. Because again, it's nothing I need to really pay super attention to. But. Yeah. Um. Then this morning I watched RoboCop. Mm. The mood just struck me. Uh, I didn't remember any of it <laughs> other than like the stuff that you just see like uh, you know him with the helmet off and yeah, stuff like that t1000 just blasting everybody yeah over the fucking, um, the t1000 that's a terminator but the, yeah yeah the, the t i don't know my favorite thing from that is the car the yeah 6500 sux <laughs> <laughs> or 6000 or whatever yeah uh it is funny um and goofy yeah i i have gone through most of my movie watching this year 
on the premise of just cause. Yeah. Because what I did like over Christmas break is I went through my movie wall and stuff that I hadn't seen that I want to see, I, I like pulled out just a little bit, like a, like a half an inch. Oh yeah. So now when I, I just go into the movie room and I grab one, like I try not to think about it too much. Uh, do you want to do your movies or do you want to do uh, talk about your PS5 well, let's first? Let's go for the movies. Okay. Um, you watch the George Harrison thing. Yeah, that's you... part of my Scorsese watch. Uh, hit some of his lesser-known documentaries, which were fun. I mean, um, learned a lot more about George Harrison than I than I knew. Sure. I didn't realize just how many movies he had produced. He had produced a lot of fucking movies. Really? Yeah. Uh, starting with like Monty Python, Life of Brian. Because they were having trouble finishing it, so he just threw him a ton of money to finish it. And then after that, he just started producing more films. Beetle money. Yeah. Yeah, he had it. That's for sure. Um, You watched Spider-Verse. Yes. Or, sorry, uh, Across the Spider-Verse. God, that movie was fucking good. That ending. Holy shit. Yeah, it's one of those... Where's it going to go? Where's this going to go? Where's it going to go? It's one of those that you forget that you're, and then as soon as it happens, you're like, oh, this is a part one of two, you sons yep. of bitches. Yep, and they've been playing with multiverses, so of course he comes back and is in the wrong universe. Yeah. And they play, the, the way they hinted at that was perfect. Yeah. Where they were scanning whatever it was they fucking scanned of something else and sent him back to that universe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just a, uh, Assault on the eyeballs. Yeah, and it's funny because the first like half an hour, so I'm like, yeah, this is okay. It's pretty good. It's not as good as the first yet. And then like once it starts kicking, and I'm like, oh, okay, yep. Yeah. They could have trimmed some time off, it, I feel, but fuck it. Yeah. Uh, did you notice guys. the like the the whole party on the rooftop in the middle? Mm-hmm. That whole thing seemed to go on too long, and um, I remember talking about it when before you had watched it that it might be because. After that, it's like an hour straight of just a million things on screen. So yeah. it was like, hey, rest your, yeah. rest your brain for a few minutes mm-hmm. uh, on this picturesque uh, yeah. golden hour uh, party on a rooftop. Uh, because the next hour are, is going to be bananas. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's the sort of thing where uh, you can't possibly even see everything. Yeah, no. Like, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Um but very good. Uh, <clears throat> impressive sequel. Mm. Very excited for the next one of those. Is that this year, right? Maybe. I think they're... I can't remember. Uh, where did it go? Did I scroll past it? There it is. Uh, no year on huh. it. So probably beyond not. the Spider Verse, there is nothing listed. Uh, then you watched Kundun. 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 Yeah, Marty Kundun. I liked it. <laughs> Sopranos twenty uh, fifth anniversary. Little Sopranos humor for you. No, that film's. I ended up importing again because we're fucking retarded. Um, in a good way. I imported a Blu-ray of that from fucking Italy. Oh, yeah. Because it's the Kino Blu-ray that they put out is long out of print and is about 100 bucks, Which sucks, because the Kino edition has like an hour and a half long documentary so that you I still really want to watch. But you still had, uh, still had an English version on there? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's a great edition. It was a really good looking Blu-ray, too. Gorgeous film. 
Oh my god, you watched Rebel Moon? Oh, I did. Yowzers. Uh, you yeah. rewatched Pig? Yep. Um, that film I is st- still fucking perfect. I still haven't watched it. I have it. You should. I bought it's it fucking, like a, so two good. years ago or whenever it came so out. So fucking good. Uh, personality. That was actually interesting. It's uh, It was a documentary on David Johansson, um, otherwise known as Buster Poindexter. Yeah. Uh, all I really know about him is, hey, he was in the New York Dolls and he was in Scrooged. I was going to say, I just watched him in Scrooge. As did I. Um, he, he's just an interesting, he, he like more of a punky version of Tom Waits. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It was a fun little documentary. Uh, personality Crisis, One Night Only is what yeah. it's called, if I didn't mention the, no- the yeah. name. Just a little concert, stand-up, <clears throat> comedi- stand-up comedy slash concert. Yeah. With, you know, other footage thrown in. Like, Marty knows how to make a fucking documentary. Uh, yeah, Rebel Moon, holy shit, it's as bad as everything you hear. <laughs> like, no fucking joke. It it, it makes okay. camera... Like, I think my... Read my... Did you read my review for it? No. Read my review for it. I, it's didn't, on I didn't even today. know you watched it till just now. Uh, I love almost everything. Every movie this film rips off badly. I feel like the script was has been in Snyder's desk since he was 15. That's a good sign. Uh, it was an absolute mistake to split this into two parts because I have no anticipation of part two. And um, funny things. There's another version coming up before we even get part two. I, I did hear that. The R-rated version. It's like I did hear come that. On. No, no, eleven-year-old was anxiously awaiting this movie. There was no reason not to put out your R-rated cut first. What is? What is it? What's it about? It, it, it's his version of a Star Wars film. A young, a young woman who we don't know much about is on a young is on a farming planet, and this evil empire shows up to try to find some rebels. And she goes and gets a band of people together to go fight them. What? Yes. <laughs> well, I, I, when I first saw the title, I was like, oh, is this a Star Wars property? Apparently it was his pitch for a Star Wars film, and they said, no, thank you. I thought it was like maybe a Disney Plus show or something yeah. like that. And then I saw it was on Netflix. So what the fuck is this? No. And look at it. It is the biggest waste of acting talent you will ever see. Who's in it? All kinds of people. Uh, really? Sophie, Sophie Patella, um, Jimon Huntsu, uh, Charlie Hunnam. Um, of course. Ed Screen, not talking about his talent in this one. He's fucking garbage. I mean, he's pretty much playing Hux from fucking the new Star Wars oh, films. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I said, everything about it is ripping off another sci-fi film that we know. Everything, I mean, and it's huh. pretty much, and it's pretty much like Seven Samurai. Yeah, but it's fucking. The dialogue on this makes Cameron's dialogue look really fucking good. Like, yeah, it's just wow, it's fucking awful, unbelievably awful. I think I was probably generous giving it a two. Sometimes you, uh, I'll look. Because I'm always kind of, I don't know who I'm doing it for, being kind. I always feel like I give something a half star more than I should. Mm-hmm. Or stuff in this range. Anything that, that anything like below a four, I feel like I'm always it, bumping it up half a star. Yeah, usually movies that are two that I watch are ones that are like scrappy. Like, yeah. hey, these guys film this on a $50,000 budget and their best friends were the actors. I'm less likely to give something a two in that case. Yeah, me too. I'm usually going to bump uh, it up in that case. But this one's like, okay, you had like a hundred, couple hundred million dollars thrown at you. Yeah. 
Uh, nobody did obviously tell you no about anything. <laughs> Uh, the best tweet I saw at the film was, "I love this movie. I, I love this movie the first time around when it was just uh, Zack Snyder showing his parents with action figures." <laughs> but yeah, it, 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 it's it is so fucking juvenile. Everything about it is so juvenile, and like, look at this. Isn't this cool? <laughs> and it's like, no, no, I, it's not. Stuff what like is the that, po- like. They show up to get Jimon Hunsu's character, and they're just, she's like, weren't you, weren't you a general? He's like, I'm a disgrace general. You want to join us? Sure. <laughs> awesome. Glad, glad we got... Pit- and that's how it is with like everyone who joins this little band. <laughs> they get... Uh, and, and that's the thing. It's like, it, was like, it was like two and a half hours long, and I still feel like... Did they have like... Which apparently they might have. Did they have like an hour and a half cut out of this film? Yeah, it's part two. Maybe. I don't know. But no, because it's all stuff that we should have seen already. Like, the idea of, you know, get, getting the band together type of thing is a good idea. Not when it's executed this poorly. Yeah, it was so bad. So bad. These are the types that I will look at. I'll go back, like, after a couple weeks and be like, I can't believe I even gave you a two. You're getting a one and a half. And yeah. I change it. <laughs> And sad thing is, I'll probably still try the director's cut, just Oof. to see if it's still as bad. Boy, I don't know. I'm never going to learn my lesson. Apparently, with Snyder. No. Um, no. Mm-mm. Have I even seen? I think there's stuff that I haven't seen. I mean, this included. I think the only one I did not see of his was the Owl movie. I like Watchmen. Yeah. Watchmen was good. 300 was good. Dawn of the Dead was really fucking good. I've never seen Sucker Punch. Oh, apparently he's gonna—he's looking to go back and film new scenes for that to release a Snyder Cut of that. Like, dude, those women are like 40 now. Yeah, I was gonna say, this movie is 13 yeah. years old. Yeah, you gonna tell me Jenna this... Malone's ready to start wielding a fucking sword again? <laughs> it's gonna look like the, the season... Two to three Stranger Things. Oh, <laughs> oh God, yeah. Um, yeah. No, nope, just can't learn my lesson with Snyder. Nope. Yeah, bad film, avoid it. Um, then you watch The Killer, a good Netflix movie? Well, I mean, it's Fincher. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's quite good. Yep. Um, I feel like I would like it a lot better on a disc because, again, it had some streaming issues. Oh, okay. And for a perfectionist like Fincher, I'm like, what am I missing right now? Yeah. You know, what? what's on this... What What was in that corner of the screen that I missed because it was kind of... Splotchy. Starting to get splotchy. Yeah. Um, but very enjoyable. Um, that's one I'll probably watch again just to get a few... Some very slow-moving film at parts. It's very methodical, which is yeah. the point of it. Um, but yeah, very, very enjoyable. I liked it a lot. Uh, Last Temptation of Christ. Yeah, I had to get my Jesus in. Yeah. Which is Great funny, because I guess Marty is planning on doing another Jesus movie, and he's trying to get... I love Jesus, man. And he, he's trying to get Martin Daniel Day-Lewis to come out of retirement. To play Jesus? To play Jesus. Jesus died at, like, 33. Yeah, Marty's going to try, but probably do something different, though. All right. Who knows? Um, Marty, for all the Catholics he didn't piss off for the last temptation of Christ, he's really gonna fucking hammer it home. And it was funny, because, like, all over Twitter when he announced it, people were like, Scorsese's gonna try a Jesus movie? What the hell? And it was like, 
Okay, guys. Guy fucking loves it. Yeah. Guy loves his Jesus. Uh, what is the retirement plan? Uh, it's the Nicolas Cage one, where his daughter gets in trouble with some drug lords and goes to find him, and he's like a retired, like, spook who then fights back, even though he's, like, out of shape and old age. Huh. Yeah. Didn't even know it existed. Yeah, I think it popped up oh, on Hulu. Yeah. It was fun. Not, I mean, not a great movie, but not awful. Good good way to spend your day. Uh, you watched Scrooge uh, mm-hmm. the 24th. We, uh, 23rd, we watched it on the 24th. Um, oh, fucking, I just touched my glasses. I hate that. Um, yeah, we turned it on. I started Scrooge at uh, 11 o'clock on Christmas Eve. There you go. While we were wrapping presents. Wrapping presents took forever this year. Mm-hmm. Um we did not plan well. What is the holiday? It's the one with uh, Cameron Diaz and Jack Black and um, Jude Law. And oh, and they switch they houses. houses. Yeah, that's yeah. just a fun movie. I like that. It's one of my favorite holiday films. It's called The Holiday. I know. <laughs> Well-earned title. Uh, Saltburn, you watch? Yep. Uh, I, I've, you're... That, that one's getting a lot of love-hate. Yeah, I was going to say, you, you seem to be kind of right in the middle of where the discourse is. People are either over the moon or it's the fucking worst movie they've ever seen. It's definitely not... It's very much a modern take on a talented Mr. Ripley type right. thing. Um, Barry Keegan is fucking full-on Barry Keeging it. Yeah. All film. He is weird. Um... Film, I think, is trying to say some stuff about the rich, but not coming across great. Um, it's a fine film. I enjoy it. It's gorgeous to look at. Weird, although it is oddly um, done in like um, full frame aspect. It's not like a really? 16 by 9 film. It's 137. One. Mm. Um, but yeah, you know, a poor kid gets taken to the home of a rich kid over a break at school and... You know, some of the rich people in that clique are trying to ruin him. Others are trying to bring him up, and he's out of place. But how out of place is he really? Right. You know, that's the real mystery. Mm-hmm. Some cool shit. Um, you know, some scenes that one of the one of the big division scenes is literally Barry Keegan. Um, fucks a hump of like a, a, a gravesite. I heard that. Yeah, like, uh, full on pulls his pants down, and just fucks it. And I guess it wasn't in the script. I heard that too. That it was he improvised that on the spot. Yeah, I'm just wondering how you're. I have no idea what the context of the scene is, but where's your mind gonna be at? Well, I mean, for that er- to be like, you know, what would look good here? Well, I mean, earlier in the film, he does lick the drain of a bathtub after a dude jerked off in it. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> the rich guy that he's kind of <laughs> he sort He did what now? The guy, he was jerking off in the tub, and when the tub drains, Barry Keegan goes and licks, like, the rim of the drain. Okay. So, him fucking dirt later, not a huge jump. No, nope. I, I suppose <laughs> not. <laughs> so, yeah, this film is full of moments like that. Hmm. Um, definitely meant to shock. Um, not overly shocking for some of us more jaded people. But again... Interesting new take on a talented Mr. Ripley trope. I feel like that is the movie... Um, I'm going to sound like a dick. Uh, that's the movie that the people that watch five movies a year will talk about for years as being the best movie yes. that came out this year. And the rest of us will be like, no, it was pretty good and worth talking about, but, but no, not even in the top ten. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. That's what that Ugh, is. And then my slow descent down for a while. Well, no, you watched the Batman. You I followed did watch up. The Batman. Uh, 
it, which is funny because I kind of I started it on one of these days. Um, actually, it was probably the twenty seventh. It's really weird that you watch it that day because that's when I hooked the the PS five because we I, I bought a new PS five for the living room um, and brought this one downstairs. Brought the the other one downstairs and I was hooking it up that day and I wanted to once I get everything hooked mm -hmm. up I was I wanted to try something that would look really good so I put in Batman. Um, I gotta go back and finish it. Yeah, we decided to watch because I was after watching Saltburn. I was like, "Well, I can't wait to see what Keegan does with the Joker." And Andrew's yeah. like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah, I'm like, "He was the Joker at the end of the Batman." She's like, "I don't remember that." Yeah. So instead of just watching like the last two scenes like normal fucking people do, we watched right. the full three the hour film. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta watch the first two fifty yeah. to really or else get. We really don't understand yeah. it. I mean, we couldn't possibly just go on YouTube no. and search up that scene. But I hadn't specifically. watched the four K since getting right. it because I'd only ever watched it the looks, streaming. Before. The disc oh, looks great, gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and that's well, and that's a good movie to use uh, to see if if you like your the way your setup is yeah. because it's very dark. Yeah, that's got some black holes. Um, so, because what I ended up having to do, was, uh, the PS5 does not have digital audio, mm -hmm. so I couldn't do digital audio into my old speaker, mm -hmm. and then digital audio out to the whatever. Uh, or sorry, just into the speaker. I had to do pass through, so I had to go HDMI into the speaker and then HDMI into the yeah. uh, the monitor. However, my old speaker did not have 4K pass through. It would go, but mm. the 4K would yeah. stay there. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it, you could still watch it, but it would only because it's like 10 years old. Yeah, so I like, had to go from my PS5 HDMI to the TV, my 4K player HDMI to the TV, and then from the TV digital output, like yeah. optical output, to yeah. the, to the 4K soundbar. Right. <laughs> so um, I ended up uh, after much deliberation of there was a million different ways I could have gone about doing it. I just bought a new speaker. Um, yeah, it's very lovely. It's, it is, and it's also. I'm happy because it's shorter than the other one mm. uh, because the other one kind of stuck out. But it is, uh, the, the monitor is an LG, and it wasn't until I got it that I realized, I think these two things are meant to go together, because that this is not an adjustable height. Mm. This is how high the pedestal is, and when you set the speaker on it, it slides it, it's perfect. directly under. Yeah, wow. So I think... Good I don't, LG. It's yeah. Fine engineering. Well, I'm thinking it's not exactly a set type thing, but hey, if you buy this speaker with these monitors, it will... Yep fit perfectly slide right in there uh so yeah the only downside is in order to switch my inputs i have to slide it out <laughs> and reach under mm. to because that's the only because it doesn't come with a fucking remote mm. but um i don't know how i got there yeah oh we were talking about you, that you watch batman mm. and then i changed inputs for some reason yeah and then like i said before i started my very fast decline of movie viewing yeah um oh. you had I guess I didn't realize you didn't finish the Twilight Saga. How did you leave off at Breaking Dawn Part 1 and then go I can't remember. Months, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like back from the summer. Yeah. Um, I was going to scroll back. Oh, yeah. I, that's was like, oh, should we go back and watch Part 1? I'm like, no. No, 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 no. I mean, she knows they suck. Oh, you mean watch it, watch it again, you watch mean? Breaking Dawn Part 1. Ooh. Yeah. But, and I'm like, no, I, I remember it enough. Yeah. Um, but again, I can now say I have watched all... Fucking five of those films. They can check that box. <laughs> um, again, fucking what a terrible idea. 
A, to break that into two parts, and then also just have this part be... For those of you who don't know, like, the final fight is all imaginary. Right. It's all fucking imaginary. I'm like, that's awful. That's just lazy as fuck. Like, way to have no stakes whatsoever. Cool. Yeah, like, what was the point? Yeah. yeah then we started the uh, Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy, which, my fucking God, those are awful. <laughs> so, I have seen the first Twilight movie. Mm-hmm. I've seen none of the other ones, and I've seen none of the Fifty Shades of Grey ones. I think Robin maybe watched the first Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh. It's... If you thought the relationship in Twilight is unhealthy, watching the Fifty Shades again, which started out as fan fiction... It was Twilight fan fiction, right? This is even worse, because it's like, this... No one would like this human being. No one. He's a horrible fucking asshole. Other than the fact that he is filthy fucking rich. Just, like, the way he deals with everybody is just, like, awful. Like, the Dakota Johnson character... Like, in the third part, she's talking about how she is now the editor-in-chief, like, the fiction editor at a publishing company. She started out as the coffee girl. Um, then then Christian Grey bought it. The whole publishing company, because he didn't want her working somewhere that he couldn't control. <laughs> and then she, like, got promoted to... Fi- she pr- got promoted to editor. And she's like, well, I don't want people thinking I got this job just because I slept with you. And I'm like, but... But you did, though. You did! <laughs> You've been a... You, you, you started out as a co- you you literally graduated college in the first movie. You have to know that this is not a normal career trajectory. <laughs> yeah, trajectory. Yeah, and the only reason Coffee you got girl the editor too. job is because the former editor tried to rape you, and then <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing at that. I know, and then got fired by Christian Grey, but he comes back because he disappears for like the whole second movie. He's the big bad of the third film. Well, because okay. he's trying to ruin Christian Grey's life. Because you, you find out they were at the same orphanage growing up, and the Grey family adopted Christian instead of him, and it should have been his life. <laughs> I had no idea. I didn't this either. Was like, now is it? Wait, isn't there? I, I have, however, I'm. I must admit, I didn't know that part. Uh, I've watched the pitch meetings. No, that's the uh, international intrigue that happens. There's no other spy shit other than that. Okay. Other than like someone is trying to kill them and you don't know why. And then you learn it's, oh no, it's the former editor who now somehow has all this power. And it's funny because they talk, he's like, I should have had your life. It should have been me. And it's like, you learn, this dude went to Harvard. This dude. So you were was fine. A, this editor, guy was a book editor in New York. Like, and then he was, like, the lead editor at this book company in San Francisco. If you hadn't tried to just rape every employee you <laughs> ever had, you'd have been fine. But, no, he had... And it was funny, because, like, the big thing was, like, you find out something, like, her assistant was helping him. And you're like, well, because he had sex with her and had blackmail tapes on her. It's like, so he's blackmailing his assistant? <laughs> and I guess he had a pattern of doing that, where he would... He would he would have sex with his assistants and then videotape it for blackmail. I'm like, but they're below him. That's yeah. not how blackmail works. Like, what are they? What's he gonna say? Like, do as I say, or else I'm gonna tell everybody you had sex with me. Yeah, dude, that gets you in trouble. You're the boss. Right. <laughs> like, you are terrible. You graduated from Harvard. What? <laughs> Isn't there also? Uh... A helicopter crash that's just like never mentioned again. Oh, it is because you find out this guy was behind it. Oh, okay. He was the one who rigged it because he is and apparently no one, also and no one is hurt. 
Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, no, of course not. No, it, it's like such weird fairy tale bullshit in this film. And yeah, just. I know that they he's all. He's just a ter- And he's a terrible human being. And he's played with. Like, I'm glad that she escaped these roles because she's actually pretty decent in these. Yeah. But, like, literally, the film. You could probably set a timer. It's like, oh, 15 minutes. Need to show her tits. Yeah. Need to show them again. Uh, nope, no, he needs to spank her. It's been 20 minutes. It's is, full of shit like that. And they're not even that... They are not even, like, Cinemax sexy. Like, <laughs> they're a little creepy. Uncomfortable. Yeah. You can tell that everyone is, everyone involved is uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, isn't one of them, like, 45 minutes of it is a wedding or something like that? Yeah, that's the dark... That's the Fifty Shades darker. Yeah. There's a wedding in that. Okay. Or wait, no. No, 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 I take it back. That's the third one where there's the wedding. What's the third one called? Fifty Shades Freed. Freed. Yeah. Freed from what? <laughs> yeah, they're terrible. They are so fucking god-awful. That's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, so you close the year with Ragnarok at the hotel. Yep. Um, yeah, because we spent all of New Year's driving back from New, Jer- New Jersey. How... I usually, uh, do you tip, I mean, I, I know obviously your travel circumstances only permit certain things, but um, do you usually try, I try to watch one on the 31st and the 1st. I feel like it's... I try to as well. Usually, yeah. like, in New Year's <sighs> past, we'd watch, like, two or three. Yeah. Like, New Year's Eve, but I we were just fucking exhausted at that yeah. point. Because we left New Jersey at, like, 7 and got back to Maine at, like, 6. Oof. Yeah. Uh, and then you watch the new... Uh, Bad Exorcist movie? Yep. So bad. So bad. Uh, it's on uh, Peacock? Is it on Peacock? Yes. Yeah. Um, um, it's so bad that David Gordon Green has already backed out of doing the next two. Oh, that's good. Yeah. and It's always a good sign. The best part is, like, they paid $400 million for the rights to make these movies. Whoa. Yeah. And they don't know what to do now. After How many were after they planning one? on making? A trilogy. At least a trilogy. I would... Think more than that if you're talking 133 million alone per movie. Yeah, that you paid. That you're that's you're, like, that you're in the hole before the film even yeah, starts bef- shooting. Before you've even done anything. Yeah. They must have been. They must be planning way more than that. I gotta would, be. I would think, but whatever their plans are, they're changing. <laughs> I mean, because what would, what would the budget on one of them be? Just a normal budget. Pro- it was probably about 100 million. So, like, judging from the looks of it, but. Maybe not even. Maybe probably probably like seventy five million. But huh. yeah, it was not good. Absolutely wasted bringing back uh, Chris McNeil. Um, like isn't what? Aaron Burr in it too? Who? Um, Leslie Odom Jr. Oh yeah, Aaron Burr. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's good. He's fine in it. Yeah. But yeah, there's just some weird shit in it. They try because they try to bring in like other religions, and it's like a fucking Voltron team up of like different <laughs> religions to get rid of the demon, and it's like this makes no fu- like no fucking sense. Like, <laughs> okay, sure. Um, I did not mean to skip over, but I did skip over Face Off. Uh, that was actually your first watch yes, of the year in um, glorious 4K. I have such a hard time with that movie. I love that. Movie. I have such a hard time taking it seriously. Well, you can't. And <laughs> well, I know, I know. Um, That's the whole point, Tom. You can't. <laughs> I it's. I like Cage. 
I don't like Travolta in this movie. Oh yeah, well, Travolta's not terribly good in it. No, I he annoys the shit out of me. Um, it's like he, I don't know, he's not as good at being Nick Cage as Nick Cage is at being Travolta. Being Travolta, yeah. It's it's really that simple, I guess. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, but it's fun. Oh, it's such a fun movie. There's doves at some point, I assume, oh, of course, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. Last Hurrah for Chivalry. Yes, that's an, that's an older John Woo film. That's like his Wushu film. Okay. Um, very fun movie. Like, throwback 70s fucking kung fu flick, man. Yep. Uh, very well done. Highly enjoyed it. Um, you know, two dudes learning about friendship and fucking fighting <laughs> bad guys. Uh, Lots of different fighting styles. Beautiful, yeah. Very highly enjoyed. Again, one of the ones that I have on Criterion, and I'm just like, I'm picking that off the wall. Let's yeah. watch it. Uh, same with Lost in America. I don't know what that is either. Albert Brooks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. I uh, recognize the uh, and Julie Haggerty the box from art. Airplane Fame. Yep. Just you know, dude quits his job. They take a Winnebago trying to go across America, make it as far as like Arizona. That's not um, very far. And shit goes terrible. That's like two and a half hours. I, I know. They weren't very good at it. Well, they stop in Vegas, and she blows like $100,000. Oh, okay. Well, that'll do while it, I guess. While he's sleeping. <laughs> we'll do it, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, existence. Existence. Um, the 1999 Cronenberg film that was kind of Matrixy, but got lost in the Matrixy shuffle. Right. Um, it's about video games okay. that, that you port into your own body. Okay. Um, and is then that Jennifer Jason Leigh? That is Jennifer it Jason Leigh and Jude Law. Holy shit, that's Jude Law. It's a great film. It really is. It just got completely swept away by The Matrix. It plays on a lot of the same themes like what is reality, You know, how many levels of reality are you away from. Um, but Imperfect Cronenbergian thing, you basically plug an, umbil an umbilical cord into your back and play a video I was game. going to say, there's got to be some kind of body. Oh, oh yeah, the play pad shit. itself looks like um, a placenta. Oh. With sort of controls. Of and course it, it it's does. Very, it's, I described it to Andrea. It's a squishy matrix. <laughs> Where well, the matrix fun. was more gooey. Yeah, no, this is squishy. Still plenty of goo. Yeah. <laughs> plenty more, of goo to go yeah. along with squish. But yeah, absolutely phenomenal. They put it out on 4K. Uh, Vinegar Syndrome did, so when I got that in, I'm like, yeah, we need to watch that. Uh, Police Story, the Jackie Chan film. Yep. Awesome. Some great fucking stunts, man. That's one, you know, where he almost died like six times. I haven't... I, the one... I, oh, the one that I that I saw was the first American one. The Rumble of the Bronx. Rumble of the Bronx. Yeah. I remember going to that. Was that 99, 2000-ish? 96 or 97, actually. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. Uh... <clears throat> I remember going to that. It was fun. But Police Story's just nuts. Some crazy fucking stunts in that. Look. Including, like, an amazing, like, 45-minute-long shopping mall fight scene. Huh. Where he Thanks does, like, the, like, a commando-type thing where he jumps off, like, the top level and, like, rides yeah. these lighting rigs all the way down and just, like, in real life, electrocutes the shit out of himself. Came out the same time as, uh... Yeah. 
Commando, maybe Commando. Well, that was when he, he like came to the U.S. for a while to try to make films. Like that's when he was like in Cannonball Run and all that shit. Yeah, and they just didn't know how to use him. So that's this is like when he went back <laughs> and was like fuck America <laughs> and did that for like ten more years. Uh, Minding the Gap, stunning fucking documentary. Um, looks, Criterion it film. Looks sad. It is. It is. It's about these three young boys who are all friends, all skateboarders, and it's filmed by the third boy. Um, can't remember his name. He is the young Asian boy there. Uh, but it's filmed over like a five-year period. And like what struggles they go to. And you think it's just going to be a hangout film about skateboarding shit? No, it turns into like fucking generational, like trees and generational trauma and violence and shit. Uh, really fucking good. I was stunned at how good it was. Iana liked this one. Yep. Yeah. Phenomenal documentary. I was I was actually Liu thinking Bing, that's who did it. Uh, I was actually thinking that because um, I, I mentioned earlier that I'm I'm having trouble getting kickstarted this year and watching movies, and then I thought that maybe I should watch a couple documentaries because there was a shit. What did I see? It's on HBO right now. It's like near the top of their mm-hmm. whatever list. I know they just shit. did like a new uh, fucking. Sex trafficking documentary. I don't think it was that. Those are I can't do those. It's, well, it's fucking what's his name there? I keep wanting to say Anthony Bourdain, but that is not right. <laughs> uh, Epstein. Epstein. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Robin. Robin watches all that dark shit. Actually, the stuff that Robin likes is the stuff about cults. Yeah. That's, well, there is a new cult one apparently too. Yeah. Uh, we watched the one last year about uh, the girl that was in Smallville. Mm-hmm. Nexium. Nexi- yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. Um, so that got her on this whole cult thing, and so she watches every fucking cult documentary there is. Um, but I was thinking I would I would watch, I would pick out, because I do have a bunch of documentaries on my watch list that i just never in the mood for. I think I might just plow through a couple. But not that. That looks really... Oh, it's fucking gut-wrenching. Yeah. So, of course, I followed it up with fucking Lars von Trier's Melancholia. Nice. <laughs> Because again, we were just looking for new films to watch that would look really pretty. And that, that film's just so fucking good. Um, Lars von Trier. You know he's going to make some depressing ass shit. Yeah. Yeah. So then... Uh, Thelma and Louise. Watch the tra- uh, criterion of that one. I haven't seen Thelma and Louise probably since it came out. I, ha- I haven't either. I hadn't seen it in a long goddamn time. Criterion put out a really nice edition of it, though. I mean, Brad Pitt looks like a fucking baby. And it, I forgot Harvey Keitel was even in it. Um, and I forgot just how often fucking Gina Davis fucks that trip up for them. <laughs> like, at every opportunity, she's the reason that trip goes poorly. At every fucking stop. I mean, especially the last one. Yeah. <laughs> Again, her idea. Uh, I don't remember. I... I... I think I have seen it Every one time. poor decision in that film is hers. Yeah. Every single one. Uh, 20th Century Women, Mike Mills film. Again, we, we kind of watched like a, just a girl empowering day of films that day. Right. Um, and had Bennings in it, uh, Billy Crudup, Greta Gerwig. One of my our uh, holiday one watches. One of the Fannings. L Fanning. One, one of them, I don't know which one. Uh, we watched uh, one of our hol- one of our last holiday movies was Little Women. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, <clears throat> uh, uh, Captive, Captive State. State. 
uh, alien film. It was that w- could have been a really cool film. I mean, a really cool miniseries. There was so much fucking packed into it. Um, what's his name was in it? Uh, Jonathan Majors. Uh, oh, okay. But also had uh, Vera Farmiga, John Goodman, uh, someone else who I'm forgetting, D.B. Sweeney and Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, but basically it's, it takes place like a decade, I think it was, after Aliens Cameron. Invade. They basically make us like slaves kind of thing and we have to do all their shit. But they allow us to have little neighborhoods that are then enforced by like humans. So you get into that kind of like, oh, what happens when humans are given power over one another again? But just a lot, a lot of shit for a hour, like hour and forty five minute long film. It should have been like a eight episode miniseries. It would have been really good. Yeah, we did three three horror movies, all starting with C. Okay, that day and all Next alien one was Cloverfield. Based. I don't think I've seen Cloverfield since it came out either. It holds up so good, and you forget yeah. everybody that's in it. You forget it's T J Miller is in it, and fucking um, what's his name from Superstore is briefly in it. Um. Theo Rossi from fucking Sons of Anarchy is in it briefly. Lizzie Kaplan's in it. Um, yeah, just a lot of young young actors at that point. Um, funny story this morning. Before, when I was trying to pick out what I was going to watch, um, I ended up watching Robocop. But I was watching... Actually, this is all coming back to, to uh, pitch meetings. I was watching... I don't remember which, which... I just put it on pitch meeting and let it play. Anyway, so it was auto-playing, mm-hmm. and it it started auto-playing a movie. And I thought, oh, maybe I won't even pick out what I'm going to watch. I'm yeah. just going to watch whatever this is. Just like you would have, you know, pre-streaming. If yeah. something comes on, you watch it. Because I saw because the bad robot thing came yeah. up. And I was thinking, oh, maybe it's a Cloverfield. Uh, honestly, I thought maybe it's a Cloverfield movie. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. I'm just going to, I'm deciding right now. I'm sit- sitting down and watching it. And then as soon as I see that it's Star Trek in the darkness, I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I know. Part of me misses those days. Yes, I was thinking yes. about that a lot. Because I was like, how is it that I know movies from the 80s and 90s so fucking well when I haven't watched them forever? Whereas right. a movie I watched a week ago, like, I can't, can't remember. remember what happens. Yep. <clears throat> and I was just like, because I watched it like 10 times in a month. Right. Because HBO had 30 films for right. that month, you know, essentially. And and you watch different parts of it. You, yeah. You, you know, you'd see like. 20 minutes you might see you might see the first the the same the last 20 minutes of something 30 yeah. times you know and just because like, i kind of wish something would do that nowadays i mean I'm, I'm sure some cable networks still do that but like nope here's your we got 40 movies this month this is when they're playing right and they're only playing when we say they're fucking playing right <laughs> get what, on board or don't <laughs> what did that maybe during pandemic were there a couple movies? Wasn't there a couple movies that came out for streaming, but they were only going to play probably at a certain time? Am I remembering that wrong? No, I don't think so. Maybe I can't remember what it was though. <clears throat> but I remember thinking because it, it it makes it feel like an event. Yeah. Um, but I was I was thinking the same thing. I was th- and it was actually I had just looked at the thing that gave me the idea to do it is I had just looked at your diary for the week you know i always bring them up before we start and i saw that you'd watched air force one mm-hmm. which is a classic it's on on a sunday afternoon you're flipping around yeah okay i'll watch air force yep. one um and that's what got me thinking of it and that's when the <laughs> this this stuff is all connected 
then uh, the bad robot thing comes on. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Because I was thinking, I really miss those days, just like you just said. So fuck it. I'm just going to do this. It can't be that bad. Maybe it's Super 8. Maybe it's something like that. Oh, it's into darkness. Never mind. I don't want to do that anymore. (laughs) So that little experiment lasted, I don't know, 30 to 40 seconds. And you're immediately rewinded, rewinded, reminded why, like when you're nostalgic for those types of things, even when given the choice to do it, you won't do it again. No. It makes me think that, like, maybe I should. That would actually be kind of fun. Because you could do your spreadsheet thing. Yeah. We could take, like, 40 movies and do, like, a month where certain movies are playing at certain times. And then we print it out. That's like our TV. That's like our fucking TV guide for the month. So if we're gonna walk, go sit down to watch a movie. Oh, it's five thirty. I got some time to watch a movie. You have to go to see it that day. What's playing at that point at five thirty? And fucking watch it. God, I don't know if I could do it. <laughs> I don't know if I could do that. Oh, it would be hard. Oh, that's the thing because it's breaking fucking twenty years of viewing habits. Yeah. And like if the, if it was like and if there was only forty five minutes before the next movie start, you had to forward that movie, right? Whatever it right. was, until forty five. Because minutes. that was another another thing yeah. was that you've maybe only seen like maybe your favorite movie. You've only seen the first five minutes a couple times, yeah. But you've seen the end, yeah. You know, and and at, you know whatever that Especially graph like, is. TBS was fucking like terrible. Shit yeah, like that. Starting everything at seven oh fucking five. Right. And shit like that. But HBO used to do it back in the day too, where they would have if they didn't have any filler, movies started at like nine fifteen. But even like, I mean, regardless of time, if you're just flipping around, you're just flipping around. Yeah. You know, you, you can't help it that it's already an hour into it or whatever. Yeah. But that's when you stop and watch yeah. it. But you like never see the beginning of it. Yeah, but like, I mean, how many times as a kid did we too? If, like, oh shit, that movie comes on at 9.30, it's 9 o'clock, fuck it, I'm turning it on, and I'm just going to wait. Yeah, yeah. You didn't, you didn't flip around, because again, you didn't have a remote. Yeah, I didn't want to get up. Right, So you, right. Just, you just put it on HBO, and you started watching the half of that last half hour of whatever it was. Yeah. And, you know, trying uh, to get invested <laughs> in it, even though you've, you've missed three-fourths of the movie. This wouldn't have been, like, childhood example of this, but something that I just watched recently that... Did I log it? Uh, was Office Space. Mm. And for years, I don't know that I even saw the first couple minutes. Yeah. Uh, I remember when I bought it... Fuck, that was on Comedy Central. Yes. Like every night at like 11 o'clock or something. Um, Huh, I didn't... No, you did not. Now I don't know what day I watched it. I can figure it out. I think it was like last Saturday. I don't know. Anyway, um... It's always a great feeling when you remember when you forgot. You're like, yeah. Ooh, oh boy. Bonus movie. <laughs> <laughs> I. It, it's not that big a gap. Um, what day would that have been? Probably Sunday the seventh. Probably sounds right because it was before Winter Soldier. Anyway, um, but yeah, that was a movie that I I didn't see the beginning of until I bought it. Yeah. Like a couple of years later after it came out, out like you said after because it, it was on Comedy Central like mm-hmm. fucking all the time. But anyway, Cloverfield. I have still... Uh, this also came up the other day because... Uh, oh, on the most recent uh, Flick Connection of stuff that's free on YouTube right now, um, one of the movies he'd listed was uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Mm-hmm. And so good. I've still never seen it. Oh, 
God, it's so fucking good. Uh, Goodman should have been a fucking nomination for that film. It's always streaming somewhere. Um, and like right now, it's free on YouTube. Um, so I should, I should watch it. Because Robin said, "Have you seen that?" Because we we went to the first Cloverfield. Mm. Uh, I was uh, telling Andrew about that, dude. That was a fucking event. Yeah. Like, seeing that in Yeah, the it was a big deal. People were losing their fucking minds mm. during that film. I actually think I would have liked it better had there not been so much frenzy going into it. Mm. It was because the trailer was very mysterious. Oh, yeah. I, I was um. I was <laughs> in the theater when the trailer dropped. Oh, yeah? And I was just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Uh, same same thing because they announced you didn't know Clo- Clo- Ten Cloverfield Lane was coming out right. until the trailer like a month before it dropped. Right, and you were just like, oh, because oh. it, it just looks like I mean it just looks like a normal movie, and then like it shows the Ten Cloverfield Lane, and you're like, wait, what? Yeah, there's no way that because it's not related in any. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect example, Colorado Space. Now that I've seen it again in Blu-ray, I need to own it in 4K. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, again, just a beautiful fucking movie, color-wise. Well, it's purple. <clears throat> a lot of purple and blues. A lot of purple and blues and reds. Magentas. Uh... Uh, at the video store. That was a fun documentary. Uh, just about video stores. Like, the end of the video store era. And it talks with, like, a lot of video stores that are still kind of open. In a couple cities, but that are sadly all by the end of the film, you realize almost all of them are closed now. Yeah, is it like while they were filming it, the stores were still open? Is it what the last blockbuster should have been? Yeah, which was kind of a letdown. I was excited about that documentary. It was kind of this is very much much better. Yeah, because it shows some cool fucking video stores. Yeah, I did actually um, (coughs) the other day. One of the things I don't remember what I was doing. Oh, I was getting papers together for shit that we're doing, and. so I wanted something that I could put on and not mm-hmm. be paying attention to. So I put on the one of those YouTube channels that's like three hours of 90s commercials. Yeah. And you still just sit here and watch all oh, of them. Man. Like a real asshole. I found I found a link on YouTube. Someone recorded and did a YouTube channel of like every Siskel and Ebert goes to the movies from like 76 to 99. Nice. And I'm like, I don't know if I can come back from that <laughs> if I start watching that. I'll be there for a fucking entire day watching that shit. Yeah. But no, great. I started watching it like late at night in bed, and just because I'm like, if I fall asleep during this, no problem. But yeah, you know, kept me awake the whole time. Nice. And again, makes me very sad that video stores don't exist. Yeah, and I'd like to. I don't know, but it doesn't. Like you'd like to think, well, if there was a video store, I'd I'd go. No, you wouldn't. No. You fucking that, 100% would and that's not. that's what they talk about in there, yeah. where all these people are like, they go into this video store, I'm like, God, I love video stores, I miss video stores so yeah. much. I'm not going to go. Right. Like, <laughs> because at the end of the day, the thing that they're there to do is completely obsolete. Yeah. So, there is no... What you want to do is just go back and look around. Yeah. And you want to somehow feel... But you can't feel that... Well, that's the thing, because Andrea's like, what is stopping you from opening a video store? I'm like, because we would be bankrupt within a, within a year. Because people will come in and go, this is really fucking cool. <clears throat> you want to or anything? Oh, no. Well, when or, you think- or you have to be in a very... Like, the, like the few that were open... Yeah. Were, like, 
uber fucking nerdy video stores. Yeah. Like ones that had like every director known to man sections. Yeah. Like in in huge fucking cities. If like, if you're thinking about opening a business and someone says to you, "Would you shop there?" and you say no. Yeah. <laughs> that's a bad sign. No. And again, like I go into, like, the video store that's in Belfast whenever we're down there. Yeah. Never renting anything from there. No. I look to see if there's anything they might have previously viewed to buy. They usually don't that I want. Right, because why would they? Yeah. You know, it's... They hold on to fucking everything. They yeah. have to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They don't... It's not like the Blockbuster days of the video boom when, you know... Because we're talking... Andrew and I were actually talking about it when we were watching Air Force One last night. Everyone owned a copy of Air Force One on VHS. Yeah. Everyone, yeah, because it because came, it was it, it was, came out at like a sale price. Yep, B- fucking movie gallery had like a hundred fucking copies of it. Yep, it rented like a fucking motherfucker the first month it was out, and then nobody rented it anymore because everybody had seen it. Right, so we were selling all the used VHS tapes for like four ninety nine. Yep, and everybody was buying them. It was like almost became a joke with us employees that if a person because at the time a movie gallery bought two got the third free. The third free was almost always fucking Air Force One because it was the cheaper <laughs> of the three that they were buying. Yeah. It's just like, oh, you're, you're buying some movies. Would you like an Air Force One with that? Yeah. <laughs> I used to go to the, whatever it was in Farmington, every, whatever, whatever day that they put those out, mm-hmm. the ones, the, the, we're going from having a hundred copies on the wall down to whatever. Yep. Uh, whatever day that was, Wednesday or something. Yeah, because the new ones came out on <clears throat> Tuesday, so usually yeah. by the time everything got processed, it was a Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that is almost assuredly where I got yeah. Air Force One. Everyone owned a VHS and, copy. And of Twister, Air Force One. and probably Heat. Yep. I still remember one of the guys I worked with bought a fucking brand new copy of Heat. And it cost him like $90. Yowzers. And we were just like, dude, you can rent it for free. You work here. But his girlfriend really wanted a copy of it. I was like, all right. I'm sure that relationship is still going strong. I don't think it lasted the length of the <laughs> <laughs> uh, Then you watched Off on yeah. the Waterfront, which uh, yeah. coincidentally is four ninety nine this week. Yep. Fucking, you know, Brando, Elliot Kazan. Fucking great film. It's a classic for a reason. Hadn't watched it probably since I was like 18. So... I have one of those that I gave it a brand new view because again hadn't watched it. I couldn't remember anything about it other than the I could have been somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Then I've just gone. I've been on a huge Criterion streak. Something Wild, uh, the old Ted uh, Jonathan Demme film with Melanie Griffin. Figured I'd seen her daughter naked a whole lot. Time to see her naked again. (laughs) Now I just got to find something with Don Johnson Wang, and if I've hit the trifecta. Uh, Wild Strawberries, Old Bergman. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I got real fancy for a bit here. I watched a Bergman and a fucking Fellini. I saw the Fellini. Um, the <laughs> I know it's a classic. Uh, we're talking about Eight and a Half. Um, but there is a hilarious review of it. It's a half-star review, and it just says, I found the other half. <laughs> uh, sorry, it's funny. Um, no, it's a complete midlife crisis of a film. Found the other half. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's very up its own ass. You know, a film yeah. director's trying to make a film can't. You know, so he's just obsessing about all these old relationships he's had. 
It's like the high fidelity of its day. <laughs> um, watched uh, an old Asian film called Throwdown, which I thought was going to be way better than it was, because it's about fucking pool halls and loan sharks, but all the fighting is ju- is judo. Cool. So there's a whole lot of throwing. I was going to say, and rolling around th- on the ground. Throws be- isn't that like weight? Yeah, uh, using the other person's weight against really them. Really boring after a while when every fight is a judo fight. I was like, I get why they did it, but Jesus Christ. Like, uh, the stuff that's not the fight scenes were good. It's got a 3.8. Yeah, I mean, it's a good film. It is. But every, every other film that does, like, really cool kick-ass action scenes, this one just does a lot of... Th- Throwing, <laughs> and I'm like, no more throwing, please. Uh, trances, trances, another documentary uh, about a fucking Madagascar, uh, not Madagascar, Moroccan, Moroccan band, Tran- like, and they play trance music. It's stuff that like fucking, I'm sure, uh, George Harrison was into. Uh, how would you even uh, uh, come across something like this? Because it's in the Martin Scorsese World Cinema Collection oh, okay. for Criterion, and they ju- and they they're doing a draft right now on screen drafts from those, and I have the first one, so I'm like, I might as well watch some of these. Gotcha. And I watched Tuki Buki. Now I've watched Trances, and I'm actually halfway through watching The Housemaid, which is a 1960s Korean film. Yes, 1960. Which is, 1960 yeah, which is on the equal dog, exactly. parts Parasite and equal parts Handmaiden. It's yes. very good. I'm enjoying it's, it quite a it bit. It is the. Uh... Citizen Kane of Korean movies. I have not seen it. No, it's quite uh, But I am well aware of it. Yes. Um, they did a not great sort of remake of it a couple years ago. It was the same guy. Which, He's remade it twice. The which I guess is good in its, it's good in its own right. Yeah. Um, I think they're both available to stream. Right? Is Probably. Um... Uh, Uh, but you're... It's good? Yeah, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Uh, I've made some... I, I've been... Uh, wow, it's a good list. Well, this is my... There's a new one coming out that's come out called Monster, which is apparently fucking amazing. Oh, there are the housemaids right there. Um, yeah, that's the one I'm watching. I guess I didn't realize it was the same... Yeah, same director. Apparently. At least that's what I remember hearing. Im Sang-soo. No, that is not the same. Then what the fuck well, do they mean by that? Let's go... Well, you said they've done... What's this? Holy shit. Did the person that was talking just talking out of their ass about it? Probably. Well, he's been dead since 1998. Okay. That's one thing. Mm. Holy shit, he was old as fuck. Well, that movie came out in, like, fucking 1960. Yeah. Apparently, Woman of Fire is also very good. Yes. Um, The uh, 12-12 The Day is what is kind of, looks like is the, it was the highest grossing movie in Korea last year by quite a bit. Um. They do, this will be at least the third uh, movie that I've seen 
that revolves around the uh, when their president was assassinated in 1980. Mm-hmm. Um, four, if you count Taxi Driver, which is the it's same same neighborhood. I love movie so much. Um, so it's interesting to keep watching these movies because, like, <clears throat> we do that with you know certain events, obviously. And well, I mean JFK's murders or Martin yeah. King's murders, all kinds of shit have revolved around those. Yeah. Um, so I, I'll be excited. I don't know when it will be streaming. Can't even um, count how many fucking nine eleven movies there are. Right. Uh, I have to get around to watching Believer. Did you ever watch that? No. Because um, there are two more coming, I guess. I don't uh, know. Is that another witch, or is that still the witch two? Uh, that's two. two. I still haven't watched it. I've had it for quite a while, but I have not gotten around to watching it. I've had Broker for quite a while. I haven't mm-hmm. gotten around to watching oh, that. You watched watch that. Bro- no, I haven't watched Broker yet. But I've you bought it. it, though, right? I bought it. Yeah. I've got it. Actually, almost watched it the other day. Yeah, so did Those, we. It's one of the ones that's pulled out just a little. Yeah. Um, Robin was actually ready to watch it last week, but there there was a football game on or something. Yeah. Um... Apparently the new, not Outlaws, but whatever the sequel to the Outlaws is, Run Rundown. Yeah, Apparently Round the second, Up. Round Up. Second, the second one's close to being released here. The second one is out. It's the third one that's almost yeah, that's out. Right, yeah, yeah, the third one. Uh, the second, the second the, Round Up. But the, the second they fucking first blooded this shit. Yeah, the second Round Up in the the Round Up trilogy. Yeah, because <laughs> that's what they're calling it now. I guess even but. though it's gonna go on for like nine films or however many they've got planned for it. Um, which again, cool. Yeah. Give fucking Don Lee all the money he wants. Yeah. Keep making him. Uh, I'm hoping there, uh, with the rash of uh, a lot of the Korean movies getting 4K, uh, the 4K treatment, I'm hoping that New World gets a 4K. Mm. And the I Bongs... Would, I would love a fucking physical copy of Taxi Driver, too. Yeah, there isn't one? Is there not a I can find. Um, I mean, I'm sure there is somewhere. <laughs> I'm hoping I'd like to see uh, a New World 4K, and then the bongs that, for some re- mother and host that aren't yeah. for some reason uh, available in 4K. Um, that other one from the guy that directed that directed New World. What the hell is that movie called? What one called? Yeah, this one. Oh, the child. The yeah, the child. I guess is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, that's actually, I think, available today. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, the uh, of the ones that did get uh, the 4K treatment, they're all arriving tomorrow. By the way, they're uh, I don't know if you ordered Whaling, um, but it was supposed to be the 23rd, but it's it says it has shifted and it will be here tomorrow. There you go. So all arriving on the same day will be the Whaling 4K. Um, the Raid, mm-hmm. 4K, and then Godfather Part 2. Um, <clears throat> the the Raid is, is it did go down, did you notice yeah, that? I and, that? Yeah, and so the, the... I figured it must. No way just a steelbook was going to stay that high. Yeah, it's... it's. Although now Umbrella's going to be doing edition of it, so I want to yeah. see what they're going to do, because they've been doing some sev- like really expensive special editions of shit recently. Yeah. What I just, all I be... just got from them, I got my copy of Lenny. Finally. Oh, yeah. Because there's no like good U.S. release of that for some fucking reason. 
yeah, I'll be watching the raid like immediately. Oh, I can't blame you. Um, I'll be very interested to know how that looks in 4K. Yeah. Uh, That's just a grimy film to begin with. I'd like to say that I'll watch the the whaling right away, but I don't know. <laughs> I may have to space yeah. out after the raid a little bit. Um, uh, then you watch Fifty Shades Freed. Was okay if you had to rank them. Oh, two is only a two star because it's got Kim Basinger in it for like a couple minutes. Okay, she plays as Mrs. Robinson. When you eventually learn, she no, he was like 13, 14 when she was fucking him. So, yeah. Yowzers. Yeah. Okay. So, even like the good things about these movies problematic as fuck. That is sexual assault. Yes. 100%. Uh, she was essentially raping him as a child. Yeesh. So, anyway, which one is the worst? What is the... what's the, Which one is the worst? First one. Really? Yeah. First See, I, so if bad. you had just uh, asked me what I would think, I would think... The first one's probably fine, and then the, the it gets progressively worse. But it's not. Oh, the that first way. one's just everything's so fucking awkward too. That is a weird way to do a trilogy. Is with it's not often. It's like yeah, the first one's fucking terrible. Yeah, but then <laughs> second one picks up a little bit, but still bad. I mean, and the third one's just fucking terrible. Usually, again. when you but have, you at least know the characters, and it gets stupid. Uh, like it gets like the first one. It, the first one just sucks. <laughs> See, there's there's the Empire thing, but that's usually that that formula follows. The first one was pretty good. The second one was awesome. Yeah, it's not very often that you get the first one is fucking terrible. Yeah, for sure. although I guess speaking relatively, relative to each other, yeah, it is a big leap. From yeah, I mean, it is the two star. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. At least they were consistent in how bad they sucked. Same person direct all of them? No, I don't think so. Maybe. I didn't yeah. bother to check. Maybe. Don't care. I'm surprised they didn't take their name off it. Um, then you watch Blowout. Yep. I really I like Blowout. I love Blowout. It's so good. Um, yeah, the only thing that stops it from being a five-star is Nancy Allen's fucking voice in it. <laughs> I can't fucking stand her little, the little fucking baby doll shit she does in that film, are which you, I don't get. Are you rooting for the... Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> can't you just choke her? <laughs> fucking get, get, her, get her voice a little hoarse. Would you do that, please? Um, that movie's got a fucked up ending. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, real fucked up. Yep. Um, Fucking good diploma ending, man. I don't... Uh, we were just talking earlier about how you watch something, and then two weeks later you can't remember... Don't remember anything about it. Um, some of them stick. Yeah. <laughs> and that one sticks. Mm-hmm. Uh, excellent movie. Yeah. Uh, John Travolta is a sound engineer dude yeah. for movies. And he overhears, and, uh, essentially, an assassination of a political candidate. Yeah. And records it, and then... Yeah, because he's just out, he's out recording he's out record, he, He's recording The Wind. Ah, oh, right, <laughs> that's what it is. Cause, yep. Yeah, because the horror movie he's working on, The Scream is terrible, but man, that wind they've heard before. Yeah. And then he needs a new fucking sound for The Wind. Yeah. But yeah, he goes out and records that, and gets pulled into a... Cons- very 70s in that aspect, where it's like a political conspiracy. Yeah. And, you know... People start fucking disappearing and dying, and fucking Dennis Franz plays a creep. Go figure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just good movie. So good. It is. It, and it was It was one that I was not aware of. <coughs> well, it's not the De Palma people usually talk about. No, I wasn't. And it was also... 
right at the time where we would have been getting HBO, but I wouldn't have been watching. I wouldn't have. No, wouldn't had, have been putting a blowout. No, wouldn't even have been like considered I had to watch it. Porky's. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't even have considered it. No. Uh, it is funny though when you look back at the stuff that you you know was certainly available, but you've never seen it, and you're like, well. Yeah, you were 11. Yeah. Why would you watch Age of Innocence or what, you know, yeah, something exactly. like that? Like, I would have never in a million years nope. chosen to watch that. Um, Blowout's not quite like that, no. but but it is a sort of thing mm-hmm. like, no, I'm not going to fucking watch yeah. the Saturday Night Fever guy. <laughs> uh, good Grief. Good Grief. Um, Jesus Christ, that's a depressing fucking Christmas film that we watched post-Christmas. Uh, I think Robin watched this. Uh, Dan Levy. Uh, wrote, directed, stars in it. Plays a man who his husband is essentially J.K. Rowling, and then dies on his way to on, on his way to a trip to Paris to, for a book signing. Uh, right before he goes, he gets in a taxi. He hands him a little nope, little card for Christmas. He then like the taxi gets hit by another car like right down the fucking street. Yikes! Um, and then about a year later, he opens the card. You know, he's been grieving, his friends have been grieving with him, their lives, everybody's lives are going to shit because of this. And he finally opens up the Christmas card, and in the Christmas cards he's like, oh, by the way, I've met someone, um, we'll need to talk about I'm this out. when I get back. And then you find out that, like, because he didn't finish the last two books in the series, um, oh, he's also the illustrator of his husband's books, oh. um, you learn that they're, you know, the, the publisher wants to take back some of the money that they gave them as an advance, so he has to get rid of the apartment in Paris, and he's like, what fucking apartment in Paris? So, he then goes to Paris with his friends, and they have a weird fucking time. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely deals with a lot of grief. Doesn't... I-, I like Dan Levy a lot, especially in, like, Shit's Creek. He's fucking perfect. Yeah. He did not have the range in this film necessary. No. No. He didn't doesn't possess the range necessary yeah, no, for I this. Yeah, I applaud him for being the writer, director, and the star. He should have handed over at least one of those duties to someone else. Because um, everything is kind of just like... He's not being really great at one of the things. He's being okay at all three. Yeah. So... Don't think I'll watch it again. I, Robin either watched it or put it on our list, because I'm recognizing it. Yeah. And then we followed that up with a film his dad co-wrote, Best in Show, which I had I have seen before. Andrea hadn't, and we just wanted something a little uplifting at that. So why not watch a mockumentary about a fucking Westminster Dog Show, right? Starring all the people that are usually in those films. Um, fun, fun shit. Ridiculous. That, see, now that's one that I probably have never watched start to finish. Yeah. Um, uh, and then we much fin- like not like Air Force One. Yeah. And then we finish up because um, I. Again, this just goes to show how much shit I upgraded. Yesterday, we went to Bull Moose, and I turned in, like, a bag and a half of movies that I had basically upgraded from either DVD to Blu-ray or Blu-ray to 4K or, you know, somewhere in the middle. All films I had upgraded, and I got, like, 200 bucks in credit, and they had a used 4K steelbook of Air Force One, so I'm like, fuck it, I'm picking that up. That's that's maybe not worth 40 bucks to me, but that's worth 20 bucks to me. Right. Um, Sounds fucking amazing. Like, I was watching it on the bedroom TV, which is not the big TV, or the best sound system, and it yeah. still sounded fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, looked really good, except for the plane crash at the end when the plane crashes into the water. Um, that is still, 
late 90s CG in the worst fucking way. Right. But, again, I, I have a hard-on, man, for late late 90s action films. Yeah. They're just, they're a breed apart. Yeah. I don't know what, what about that particular time we had just the right amount of star power and money and the public willingness to watch these films. Where stuff like Daylight and Cliffhanger and shit like that was made for like $40 million and made like $80 million and everyone was fucking happy. Yeah, it's like the... Well, it's the equivalent of... Somehow horror movies have survived, but yeah. it's it's those... Not even sub-genres, but like... The genres of movies that are roughly the same budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, the horror movies that are that are the insidious ones mm-hmm. and the yeah. conjuring ones and yeah. all that shit... And this just doesn't exist anymore. No, because for what these would have gotten sequels. Nowadays, these would get sequels. There would yes. be an Air Force Two. <laughs> yes. You know, um, but Gerard most, Butler would be most in. of you know this Con Air shit like that. Didn't they didn't get sequels? They were just successes, and then yeah. they moved on to the next fucking high concept idea. Right. Um, you know, and this was like prime fucking Harrison Ford in action hero mode. Yeah. You know, he's no longer in the Indiana Jones films at that point. You know, he's done with Star Wars films at that point. <laughs> right. He, so he's making shit like this and the Jack Ryan films and just, you know. It's a pretty perfect fucking 90s action film. Okay, Gary Oldman is a Russian villain. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> you know, you've got fucking Glenn Close and um, William H. Macy and Dean Stockwell and supporting characters. Jorgen Brockdow. Xander Berkeley. Mm-hmm. Xander Berkeley is the fucking turncoat Secret Service agent. Son of a yeah, bitch. Yeah, he's a slimy motherfucker. It's funny because all through, whenever when he was in 24, I kept waiting for him to be the fucking turncoat because of Air Just Force because One. of, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, no, that you can't trust that motherfucker. He gets sick and dies on 24, doesn't he? Yeah, he gets like radiation poisoning. Yeah. Um, and this morning I watched uh, The Swimmer. What is the swimmer? It's based on the John Cheever short story. That um, doesn't help me. I don't know what the John Cheever short story oh, is. It's actually a really good short story. It's in pretty much any anthology, like Norton anthology of American fiction, like okay. 20th century American fiction. That that will fucking be in there, guaranteed. It's about this man who decides that he's going to swim all the way home after visiting some friends. He's going to go from pool to pool to pool. So it's like... I swim through this friend's pool, then I get up, walk to the next friend's house, swim through their pool. Um, and then you start to realize something is really fucking off. Because, uh, like, the first one, everyone's happy to see him. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Nettie, we haven't seen you in fucking forever. And everyone's talking about how they haven't seen him for so long. But then he keeps talking about, yeah, well, I'm getting home to the wife and the kids. And every time, like, he says something like that, people are like, wait, what? <laughs> but then he moves on to the next house. And the further on he moves in, the like more like he starts out like really good fucking peak physical health, even though he's like fifty. Um, Burt Lancaster. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you like people are less happy to see him. Uh, the pools start getting less and less nice. Uh, he runs into people who he like had a- affairs with, and you realize like you never actually learn what happened to his wife and kids, other than they left him at some point. But he's on his way home. You know, and he's naming this path home, like, the fucking, after his wife. 
Um, he's talking about how you know he runs into an old babysitter that he has a weird flirtation with, and she's he's like, oh, I could use your babysitter again. She's like, why? But he doesn't bring it up again. So you just realize it's this man who is living in his own fucking own world and has not really taken account of what has happened to him in the past few years, where apparently he's lost his wife and his job and everything else. So by that by the time that by the time he gets home, it's an abandoned house. Huh. Yeah, and you're just like, oh fuck. Um perfect late sixties film though. It sounds like uh Because this is the Yorgos Lanthimos. Kind of it does. It's like a lobster feel. Yeah. But like, I watched a video I watched a whole video essay about the lobster the other day, so I like I have that on the brain. Love Lanthimos. Um but this is like this is you're even using Burt Lancaster. This is the dying of the studio system. Yeah. Leading into like the new Hollywood, you know, with the in, more independent films. So it's like, and everything is very pretty and fucking got that like Goshen blur over it. Where yeah. It, so it's just yeah, that is. I can't believe I'd never heard of this film until recently because someone on Twitter was talking about how it was on Criterion Channel, and I'm like, they fucking made a movie about that? Because <laughs> I mean, it's a very you know metaphorical story. And it works really well in short story form. It's fucking kicks you right in the nuts. And I'm like, but how'd they fucking do a movie of that? Apparently, very well. Is it as metaphorical as the Scholar Stone in Parasite? <laughs> <laughs> that scene just happens. Yeah. Before you got here. Uh, but no, it's... So you're saying that the, the short story is probably in my history if of you... American short stories upstairs that's like... This thick. And I kind of want to check before the, I leave that. Yeah, I bet it's uh, fucking in there. I bet it's in there. Swear be by John Cheever. Because I read it in like. I think my mom has it actually. Twentieth century short fiction for call, one of my college classes. Yeah. One of the, Is it one, a, like a big pinkish purple book? I well, mean, one of them most likely was. Yes, I have like three of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I took that with Welsh. No. I no, took a short fiction with him, but it was later fiction, um, fiction. Yeah, it wasn't that one. More cult film. More cult. Yeah. Like yeah. Burroughs and... Yes. Yeah. Naked Lunch and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was 20th century American lit. Yeah. Right? The Kathy, um, Acker, Kathy <clears throat> Ackerman. And... Oh, shit. A couple other things, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think I still have all the books from that class. <laughs> I do. Somewhere. Somewhere. Um, but yeah, that, uh, that was in uh, yeah another short fiction class that I had. Yeah, because the I took that and I took two hundred five three times. Yeah, because so could. so it only and it only counted as credits for it only counts as credits first time, right? Sometimes or, yes, sometimes no. I think if it's a different teacher and a different like. Because he, it was either two hundred five or two hundred three, whatever yeah. it was. Because it was the Stephen King one, it was that yeah. American Lit one. Um, this is good. Uh, yeah, early two, late nineties, early two thousands, University of Maine yeah. uh, English Department trivia. If you're <laughs> yeah. wondering, um, yeah, but the, I think I took it three times. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but yeah, that's my movie viewing. And in between then, like I've, I've been playing my PlayStation Five quite a bit. Oh yes, yeah. uh, I I really want to start playing something again. I've been and playing uh, Spider Man Two. Yeah, Colin, it's fucking awesome. Colin has already platinumed it. It is so much fun. Yeah, he said it was. I he has talked about it a lot. I love the villains they're using. Oh yeah, yes, because the main the main villain is Craven, 
Okay. Uh, but you also get some Sandman shit in there. There's some Mysterio shit in there. Um, who else? Who else pops up? The Lizard, again. Mm-hmm. Um, the Osborns are in this, but not... Like, um, Norman's barely in it. Harry is in it quite a bit. Um, and also the symbiote is in it. I did... Harry has the symbiote. I knew that. As part of a... Con- like, yeah, he, Harry has... Because, again, it's all... The canon for this is way all over the fucking place. Oh, yeah. Um, Harry is still alive. Aunt May is dead. See, um, now, I haven't played... Uncle Aaron is dead. The Prowler is still alive. I haven't played all of Miles Morales. Uh, did you? I feel like I did, but then there's this one character that keeps showing up. I'm like, I don't fucking remember her whatsoever. She's like a new villain. I could probably just... Slash hero. I could probably just start with... Uh, I know I played it, but I, I still don't remember her whatsoever. And I'm like, every time she shows up, I'm like, I can't. I, that was I, I the, should know who this is, but I don't. That was a PS5 launch title. Yeah. But no, it's uh, it's been an awful lot of fun. And a lot of shit to do in it. Yeah, I, I was actually... A lot of different shit to do. For the amount of time that Colin played... He put like 24 hours in it in like the first three days like after mm. Christmas, yeah. like on December twenty seventh, he had like twenty something hours. Yeah, um, it's great parenting on our part. Um, oh, well. <clears throat> it's Christmas break. That's what it's for. But he put. See, usually when he gets something, he'll talk about it for months and months and months, and then we get it, and like he he plays it all in a day. Yeah. Which he was like he was super excited about this Mario game, Mario Wonder, which I kind of forgot about. I would actually kind of like because it's like the two D. Mm-hmm. Um. And he talked about it, talked about it, talked about it. Got it for his birthday. Two days later, he was, yeah, I did, it, I did it all 100%. Okay. Well, yeah. glad you're... Couldn't we have just but, rented it? <laughs> right. No, actually. Nope. Um, <coughs> Man, see, kids today don't know that. No, they don't. Like renting a game for five days and you, you try to fucking beat it in those five fucking yeah. days. Or pray no one deletes your save. That's why you use the third slot down, so yeah. maybe you could... <laughs> The next time you rented it a week later, is my save still there? Yeah. Nope. Uh, I used to do that with Tech Mobile all the time mm-hmm. and like just hope that my save was still there. <laughs> uh, I had like three seasons going. Um, yeah, but he, I don't know how many total hours he has in it, but it took him a long time yeah. to get the platinum. No, it's so a, there's plenty. There's, it's a beautiful game. Um, the mix of, like, action and puzzles and stuff like that is really good. There's a ton of fucking science in it. Yeah. Like, you could actually learn some shit from this game. Hmm. Um, I, you, you're playing, putting in equal time as both Peter and Miles. Um, even one brief mission is MJ, which is a stealth mission, of course. Yeah, like the first one. Yeah. Uh, so it's doing that type of stuff again. Um... Yeah, it's it's just a blast. I'm I'm really enjoying it. Um, I've already pre- I've put down my my pre order for uh, the Last of Us re- Last of Us Two remastered. Right. So excited which, for that. Which I still never finished. At this at this point, just play the remastered. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna have to, and and I have I mean, to it's anyway. Another, it's like the 19th or something like that, February. Yeah. So. Um. And they cast the girl to play right. Name and people are already uh. bitching about how she's not big enough. It's like. I was kind of surprised because she's a small person. But think again, like, if you looked at Chris Pratt and then go, this guy's going to be... Yeah. He's going to drop but, 50 pounds, but... But Chris Pratt's like 6'2", and 
Yeah, but I mean, just I just think of Linda Hamilton in Terminator Two. Yeah, she is still a small woman. Yeah, but she looked fucking jacked. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Caitlin Deaver is who we're talking about. She was in. I don't know. Other stuff you've probably yeah. seen something of. What the hell was she in? Probably that show on HBO that all the kids fucking watched. That had fucking. Euphoria? Yeah. Probably. Anytime a young person is cast in anything. <laughs> and I don't like, know who I'm it like, is. They're probably in Euphoria. <laughs> I think this person is famous. I've seen their name a lot. Yeah. But I don't know what it is, so it's probably Euphoria. <laughs> uh. Is she a K A I T L Y N? I hate letterbox because you've got to be fucking exact. Yeah, yeah. It's not like IMDb where you can misspell half the fucking name. How about if I just do that? Yes, it was a K. Uh, yeah, what she was, was in Booksmart? What was that? Yeah, she was in Booksmart. That's what and she the spectacular was now. And no one will save you. I've actually seen her in a couple things. I was going to say, I have seen exactly one thing that she has been in, and it is Booksmart. Jesus, I've seen quite a few things she's quite been in. She was in Good Grief! <laughs> You've seen her recently. I've seen her recently. Uh, I didn't know Jay she was... Edgar, she was in Detroit. Yeah. I've seen Detroit. She um, was in the Dear Evan Hansen. Oh, she's in the new one, what Next Goal Wins, from... Uh, she's the vo- a voice in that? Taika's new film that oh yeah was in theater for like a week. I've seen Short Term Twelve. I've seen a lot of this. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well. So she's still... at least a good actress. Can you click on No One Will Save You? Is she the lead in that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She was quite good in that. So. And you didn't even know it was her. I didn't even know it was her. <clears throat> what was that one about? The aliens that invade, and she doesn't talk. It's a very silent film. Oh, you just, wa- you just yeah. watched it. Yeah, it just came out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, September, but it was pretty recent. Yeah. <laughs> it was like 150 movies ago. Yeah, right. But. Uh... Nice. Yeah, so, no, anyway, she's Abby. She's a quality actress. She's got some edge to her. I can when see this, her doing so, so I'm gonna have to if I'm gonna She's do got this. Time to bulk up. <laughs> if I'm gonna do this, I gotta watch. I, I gotta do it before uh, that season comes out. Obviously, yeah. uh, I was thinking. I was just thinking I might uh, do a rewatch mm. of the first season. Well, it did uh, Nick Offerman did get himself an Emmy for he it? He did, and they didn't, didn't win anything else, right? No, I don't think so. Um, Which oh, by the way, I, I watched this two seasons of The Bear. Yeah, that show's fucking. Hulu? Yeah. Like, unbe- the second season is unbelievably fun. Isn't it good. very anxiety-inducing? No. At times, yes. Okay. Because that's the, what I've heard about it, and that's why I don't... Certain episodes, very much. Yeah. Other episodes are just some of the most beautiful shit you've ever seen put on TV. It's... Really? It's an, it's an incredible show. Like, it goes beyond anything you expect. How long are the episodes? 30 minutes, most oh, of them. Nice. There's one that's an hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that is one of the it's a, it's a Christmas it's like a holiday episode, that's one of the most anxiety inducing everything. But oh my god, the people they bring in for fucking guest stars, like that one, fucking uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Uh, fucking John Barenthal plays his brother yeah. once in a while. Uh, Will Poulter's in an episode. Fucking Olivia Coleman, speaking of Yorgos Lanthimos, is in an episode. 
Like, they pull in phenomenal guest stars. Lobster's an excellent choice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, maybe I'll watch it. You I'll, should. Yeah. And it's only, like, first season's eight episodes, or nine and the second one's only 10 episodes. So yeah. it goes, you can, like Andrea and I watch them both. We started like at Christmas. Yeah. So we watch them both within two weeks. And now we're like, fuck. We're I've out been... of episodes and it's going to be a while. I've been, instead of my usual watch a show straight through, I've been rotating, not evenly, but you know, going back and forth between 30 Rock, The Office, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine mm-hmm. again. Uh, the other night we watched, like... Because both kids really like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, so we watched, like, ten fucking episodes the other night. Because <laughs> um, we, ju- I just started kind of watching it every other night, like, last week, and I think we're already well into season two. Um, so, But I was thinking... Another thing that I was thinking to get me out of my funk that I'm in was maybe I would start watching a show. Yeah. And I was actually thinking the... Uh, the new, the Jodie Foster True Detective. That's only streaming um, one episode a week, though. What a bunch of dicks! <laughs> I think they put the first, is the first one. I up. think they put the first two out. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I'll be uh, yeah, yeah. I can do but, that, dude. You'll, you'd crank through the bear. Yeah, you will crank okay. through it. How many seasons are there now? Two, 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 and it's like I said, Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt is also in it. it yeah. It's another one like they won a ton of fucking Emmy, Golden Globes and Emmys. For yes, a ton of them. Um, that's for the first season. Like, the second season is even better. Yeah. Oh, second season is so fucking, like, unbelievably good. There's something else that I wanted to watch. And, I and, can't remember oh, what man. it was. Best soundtrack. Really? Yeah, he's, you can tell the creator's, like, our age. Yeah. Because fucking, like, they dropped, uh, they did a needle drop with fucking Pearl Jam's Animal. Huh. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like, I did not expect that. It's like uh, it's like when you hear forty six and two in the Captain America trailer. Yeah, what the fuck yeah. was that? They play that and they keep playing uh, fucking REM Strange Currencies. I'm like, yeah. okay, this guy's like our age because he he knows like he listens to the right bands and keeps dropping in like their more obscure shit. Yeah, that you will still recognize. Yes, <laughs> it's such a great show. Like, All right, I'll start watching that. We then. finish it and immediately are like, should we watch that again? Yeah. We just start watching that again. <laughs> yeah. Um, I tried to get into Succession and I couldn't. That seems like a lot. Because right, I, I, I've thought about it too, but I'm like, it's five seasons. Yeah. They're hour-long episodes. Yeah. That's, that's at least like 50 hours of commitment right and now. And at a certain point, and I know that this is like what people love about the show, at a certain point, you're just like, I don't like any of these people. Yeah. Like, don't like you and I don't like you and I don't like you and that and that's the thing with the bear every episode you're like because like especially in the second season like a lot of the supporting characters kind of get like their own episode to themselves yeah and you're like oh this is my favorite character now yeah and then you're like the next one oh nope nope this this guy's my favorite character now so it's like the anti-succession yes where they all are jag-offs at first and then you get to really love them yeah um, did you ever start Succession? No. I'm, I made it like five episodes yeah. or so. I think I'm done though. I got, <laughs> I got it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm sure it's a great show. I never got, I never even started the House of Dragons. We watched through all that. 
Was that we good? We worked through all that. It's fine. Yeah. It's some surprising choices. Like, yeah. You could tell they're like, we can't drag this one on. Because, like, there are some time jumps, like, decade in that in that season. Like, oh, ten years have passed. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I get it after people saying that they fucking dragged them on for the last show. Yeah. But. Weird. Yeah. Um, but good. It's, it was enjoyable, and I think the new season comes out this summer. So. Yes. Yeah. Been, like, two years. Yeah. I think by the time this one comes out. So if I'm going to watch it. I probably won't, though. Mm. I just... I just don't want to. You're not missing anything. Yeah, that's that is the way I feel about it. Like it's a I, good, yep, good Game of Thrones show. But I am not missing anything. No, I am not did, missing out. No, if you don't watch, it, I'm not gonna be like, oh, no, dude. Like I'm telling you, no, dude, you need to watch the fucking bear. I, the, I will do show, that. Whatever, the, dude. The th- I'm very attracted to the thirty minutes. Oh, it to is the thirty awesome. minute run. It's, <laughs> and they go by fast. Yeah. Like there and there's still ads because it's fucking Hulu, so you still get yeah. that little break. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It, it will fly right the fuck by. Like, most of the episodes end and you're like, oh shit, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, there are no bad episodes of 30 Rock. No, there really Every are. episode of that show is good. I watched a bunch uh, of that like a week or two ago. That was like my going to bed show for like a week. Yeah. Oh. Um, this will be... Well, I just rewatched it fairly like last summer. So I just started again uh, around Christmas, but yeah, there's just there there are no bad episodes of that show. Um, I'm just and I'm I'm doing this much slower because I'm only up to I don't remember what maybe it's the second season Christmas one with her brother that was in skiing accident. Yeah. <laughs> Donnie. But just so you know, he is very sexual. Anyway, oh my. She is, yes. Uh, yeah, she, she should have won a million Emmys for yeah. that. Uh, anything else? No. All right. That was a long one. Yeah. All right, we'll be back at some point. <laughs>